And we're back. How you been? How you been? There was a moment there where I was stumbling. You know, I didn't realize how much work it was going to be to get back on this horse. Because in reality, I just wasn't ready, dog. I wasn't ready. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the last one. I had lots of people actually tell me that they did enjoy it, which um, is so nice to hear. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. On today's episode, I have KP. KP, I'm sorry, dog. I really want to know your name, but like I, I haven't really asked you, so I'm not, a, I'm not even going to try and assume what your name is. So we're going to keep going with KP. But KP asked me to read this, and I shall read it verbatim because, you know, I recorded this, like, so long ago. And so, like, it works out this way. Um, so his bio, KP Madman, which is his company, uh, is a design thinking-based marketing company that helps artists, brands, experiences, and spaces design and market better utilizing a combination of the design thinking process and the four P's of marketing. Um, yeah, KP is a madman. He is all over the place. This person, this person, I swear, was, was just an enigma. And then one day made his presence known in multiple fac facets of my life. He was crazy. He is insane and, quite frankly, invigorated me back into the game so so we spent two hours bullshitting we uh, we didn't talk about anything that he was up now i mean we talked about some stuff but but really we were just talking about whatever came to mind and it was really enjoyable so it's it's damn near a joe rogan length podcast so sorry but that's how it turned out <laughs> um i hope you guys enjoy it again KP Madman is a design thinking based marketing company that helps artists, brands, experiences, and spaces design and market better utilizing a combination of the design thinking process and the four P's of marketing. That's a fucking concise bio for a company. Goddamn, KP. Shout outs, dog. Shout outs. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, but before I forget, um, just a quick announcement. For those interested in sharing any writings, readings, anything that you would like to present that you have written yourself with a pen, paper, or typed onto your screens, and you want to share on an open mic, come check out the reading this Saturday. Ooh, ooh, let's get the times. Let's get the times really quick. Let me get the times. This Saturday, September 14th at 5 p.m. is signups. The readings begin at 5.30 at La Palita Culture, Culture Center. Okay? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to play you guys out with Spliff slash Deadweight by DJ Q or Them and I. Maybe Them and I? <laughs> Sober for a week and I call it quits I see you down the street and I avoid your grip I hold my love like 
I hold a spliff Tender as it burns to a crisp I find you and everyone I wanna fuck I lose interest like I lose my buck It's funny how we play this game Learn each other's name before we shed skin And let ourselves change yeah. I'm tired of pursuits But my fruit of labor Is I guess I save a truth a little more With a gentle mouth I worship you but it's time to take the temple down yeah. My moon sign got me in the trouble I try to keep it subtle, but you had all the rebuttals You were right, I was wrong, let's just cuddle Shit, that's dismissive, it was logic I was missing To my surprise, you were done and fed up with my dumb ass But no one really knows unless you tell them And I grew up around fellas, so feelings are hard to relish And I try to tell it like it is I bite my tongue and I don't say shit I draw your love and I draw your patience I guess I'm not the one you waiting for But I'm good becoming nameless I bite my tongue and I don't say shit I draw your love and I draw your patience I guess I'm not the one you waiting for But I'm good becoming nameless We've come a long, long way together Through the hard times and the good I have to celebrate you baby I have to praise you like I Fish, man. And <laughs> I'm not important enough right now to take this label off this drink. <laughs> uh, man, you're fine for like brandy purposes. Brandy like for I don't think, yeah, I don't think I'm that important either, dog. Dude, but I just like it makes me <laughs> sick to know, like, it could be. I, dude, I drink this like with every, I've, like, every interview I've been in, uh -huh. I've like had one of these in my hand. Seriously, yeah, dude, I even made um, I had I was drinking so much, so many of these. Very bad. I was drinking so many of these <laughs> that I had made um, in my old apartment. I made uh, like lettering, like KP on my wall out of this. Are you serious? Yeah. What yeah, the yeah. fuck? <laughs> what? 
First of all, I've never actually tasted those. We're talking about the Arizona Energy. Yeah. Energy? Is that what it is? R- Arizona RX Energy. RX I try to Energy? tell myself it's like a it's like a tea. I like a herbal tea. <laughs> it's, it's really not. It's just like a bunch of caffeinated juice. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. yeah <laughs> why got you? Why? Why? Why is that your like go-to? Dog? It's just really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that like, simple? Yeah. It's like it's not as bad as soda, but it's still caffeinated. Okay. You know what I okay. mean? Okay, it's, so, it's a happy medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still <laughs> drink soda. I'm trying to stop drinking soda. You still like, drink soda, dog? Yeah, I haven't yeah. drank soda in like three years, dog. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Three, I, four years, something like that. I went on this period where I was just like not drinking soda for like three months, and I felt great. But Dude. then one day I was just, I was like, whatever. Like, I just screwed it. Dude. It's that simple, man. If you're like following something, like mm-hmm. like like that you feel good about, yeah. you're like, oh man, I'm I've been I've been great, I've been great. I can test it a little bit. Yeah. You break, and then you just continue <sighs> on the cycle. Continue on that cycle, well, dog. Like for you, it's probably gross now. Soda's probably gross. Oh yeah, no, it fucks me up. That's so crazy. It fucks me up, man. Dude. Like a hundred percent. I can't. Like m- like my body's crazy, dude. Cause I like I'm like super strict mm-hmm. with like with like how I eat. Mm-hmm. And only because my body's like super sensitive. Mm-hmm. So if I eat some shit, dog, I'm I'm feeling like shit. Like last night, I had some like, I guess it was DiGiorno or some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> some shit my mom like had already there on the fucking counter. And I was like, fuck it. I'll mm-hmm. eat it. And then I started washing the dishes, dog, after I ate. And I was just like washing the dishes, feeling like pure shit. I'm just like, uh, <laughs> my stomach all like overturning and shit, doing flips. I'm like, this is not... What it's fucking delicious, but this is not worth it. <laughs> Dude, I've started to notice that about myself is like when I'm running around a bunch. Yeah. Um, and I like pick up some fast food, and then it's just like it like after like an hour, it just gets gross. Yeah. And then I'm just like, man, what what is this? Like, so I've been trying to do better with that. Yeah. Have man. a salad with every meal. Shout out to Ben Holcero. Cause he was talking about salads yesterday. And yeah, it's so funny. Like, like a couple of days ago, my friend brought up salads because I like I mentioned my basic diet to them, and they're like, "You got to get some greens in your system, man. Bro. Greens, <laughs> fruits, and all of it. It's like, I, and uh, I've never been one to shy away from greens. Mm. Like, I was eating broccoli as a kid. I've never been nice. one of these weirdos. It's just like, oh yeah, no, we're not gonna. I don't eat broccoli. I'm 30 years old. It was just like, well, I mean, I guess it's more of just like a, a preference. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you don't eat any veggies. Yeah. At all? Like, you don't eat veggies? I eat veggies, dog. Oh. But it's just like, see, for me, it's like I have, like, this weird-ass fucking schedule. I don't know how the fuck we got on this topic, but fuck it. Hey, <laughs> I have this, like, weird schedule. So, like, in the weekdays, dog, I only eat twice a day. And, like, w- what I eat, because I intermittent fast, so, like, mm-hmm. I have an eight-hour window that I eat in. Mm-hmm. That's dope. It, I mean, whatever. Uh, but it's not the best because this is what I eat. I yeah. eat six eggs in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I eat a, a, a medium-sized a beef carne asada burrito for lunch for lunch that's fire and then like and the, the only thing i add to that thing is like this like salsa that mm-hmm. only essentially is like made of shit the penis water and some vinegar mm-hmm. and then like i just put that shit in and i eat that burro and then i don't have to deal with hunger the rest of the day mm-hmm. i'm chill but that's five times out of the fucking week dog that <laughs> that's my basic meal that's all i eat dog so it's like it's it's nice because I don't have to deal with hunger, but I ain't getting no greens in that shit. Yeah, anywhere. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. That sounds delicious. It sounds it's it's amazing. I'm I've been enjoying it. and It's been keeping me pretty fucking like uh, what's the best way to say it? Stable. Mm-hmm. And the it's best. Just, it's a sustainable way because you're like in a routine now. Yeah, it's a super routine, dude. And I go through eggs like a motherfucker. But but then shout out to Natural Groceries for like having like 12, 12 eggs for like a, a dollar. 
twelve dollars or two dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, if you have, if you give them, if you like sign up for their membership and shit, you get like the like a crazy deal, oh dog. God. That's about to get me on like a whole nother tip about grocery stores and capitalism, man. <laughs> what? Like, why? Like capitalism is rooted in every single thing, especially like grocery yeah, stores, man. and it's like it makes heavy. Me sick. It's heavy, it makes man. Me sick to, like I've never known about that. Twelve eggs for like two dollars, dog. Dollar, like, and they're like soy free range eggs, dog. <laughs> and that's I mean that's what the fucking box says. I'm just like. Thank you. Take the, it's funny, dog, because apparently the deal was so like fucking great mm-hmm. that they had to put up a, a sign and be like, you can only take four a day. And I think it was because of like me and my family. Because <laughs> we were going in that motherfucker taking eight, taking ten. Yeah, them. just taking so many different eggs. I mean, that, that's like a good thing. That's what they want. Yeah, but, but they're like, we can't have you take so much in one day. Like resupply. Like, I mean, just resupply when you can. Um, yeah. I just had another thought. What was your thought? Oh, just about like food and stuff. Yeah. Like I know Fonz is, is on a like a sustainable diet. Super he he dude. talked about it on Instagram just the other day. And it's like, oh. man, that's super dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like doing that. Yeah, it's super great. It's just like I want to get on that tip and and also in in like regards to like those that are supporting Trump, right? Yeah. I wanna get away from those Walmart all these mm. fast food joints. And that's like more of a motivation for me. Yeah. It's like Chick fil A. I ate Chick fil A all year. Like, bro, no? but I used to eat Chick-fil-A multiple times a week. Duh. Like, and then I was just like cold, Duh. cold turkey. No Chick-fil-A. No Chick-fil-A. Because I was like, my, bro, because I was just like, man, this Bravo. is, it's, it's hard because like, even those that you, even those, I mean, nobody asks you to do these things. Right? Yeah. But even though. I mean, you, you ask yourself to do them pretty much. Yeah, 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 definitely. But even those that are like, that Chick-fil-A may be hurting, right? Yeah. Like LGBTQ. Even even some of those folks don't even care. They're just like, what? Are, like, it's not a, even a unified stance. Nah, dog. It, it really isn't, man. Like, it really isn't. But it's just like it's because it's like, it's they they, they see it as first of all, it's delicious. It tastes mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. And then it's like what five bucks, maybe seven bucks. They're like, ah, I can do that. It's fine. You know, like it. Yeah. Like, like it's just. And then it's so it's so um, disconnected. It's just so easy, man. It's just so easy to like. I don't even know, man. It's the, like the devil. The devil loves to convince you with convenience. Facts. That's what it is, man. Fucking facts. God damn it. That's what it is, man. I hate that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's weird because people like I've seen a couple of tweets. I'm on Twitter like every day, dude, so I see a couple same. of tweets, man. Where people, this one dude called somebody like Martin Luther retweet, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it talks about this generation and how, like, if and somebody's I read another quote where mm. somebody said, like, if our ancestors, like, talking about Malcolm X, Martin mm. Luther King, mm-hmm. I don't know any Latinx activists, mm-hmm. but like all of those we can't activists, name any either. So <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's cool. So like all of these different activists, right? Yeah. If they were as fickle as we are today, mm. we wouldn't have gotten anything. Tony Morrison. We wouldn't have anything done, you know, man. Rest in peace. Uh, who else? Just There's so many different people. Well, see, like, I feel like that has a lot to do with not only the times that they were in, mm-hmm. but the fact that the only difference is now there's like a, there's a new drug in town, and the drug is called information. And again, the devil will convince you with convenience. Convenience, and people think like, oh, just because they know everything, they, they're. Yeah, but the real, the the real, the real difference between the the our gener like the past generations of act like activism. Yeah. And our activism is that well, all they had was action. Mm-hmm. 
now we like oh we can like see numbers and like Man. and like i don't have to say this and i had a whole bunch of numbers behind it so like it's like it means something you know what i'm saying yeah so it gets it gets distorted in the whole process so like i bet the older generations like they fucking got you They're like like screaming at us dog i mean but i don't think like more information is like okay like there's the convenience factor but yeah. i think more information more power right even though even though to a degree i don't think everything that we are looking at is needed information. No. It's just so excessive. That's it. That's what it is. And there's so many causes to fight for. That it's like, man, if we can't unify ourselves for one cause or a multiple number of causes, mm. it's like, man, what are we, What? where are we going to be? Like, I know we're going to be more and more progressive, but it's just like that focus. Right. Right. Where's the it's focus? like, I'm not trying to focus on fucking Area 51. Like, what the fuck? That shit's like, hilarious, dude. Dog. It's like I'm sorry. so many people just like <laughs> rallied against it. Area 51 festival. I love that shit. The government dude. will uh, kill you. So funny. They told dog, them. Dog, look. Yes, you're right. The government yes. will. But if people actually go and people do die, dog, it's gonna it's gonna fuck it's a gonna lot be, of things it's up. It's gonna be a revolution. It's gonna be fucked up. It's dog. gonna be crazy. It's gonna like, be so wild. But then it's like. What? Uh, Where, where's this? Gonna be so bad. Where's this activism for things that are super important? But to see, that's what I'm. See, that's also another thing. People are overwhelmed by the fact of how fucked up things are. So when like when like the Area Fifty One thing, it was like a breath of fresh air. It's the same reason why Green Shirt Guy fucking went viral, bro. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason because it was a, a it was a it was a sense of relief. Like a savior. Yeah, like a savior, dog. Like because it's like there's this pressure building up, and the only pre- the only way to get rid of that pressure is either violent acts. Or like legit laughing at it, and Area Fifty One and Green Shirt, Green Shirt guy, they're in the same, they're in the same vein, dog. Just laughing at it. It's just laughing at it, dog, because everything's ridiculous. Everything like it's 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 uh, it's all sorts of ridiculous right now. Yeah, but it's like deeply rooted into like what it needs to be done. Well, not the Area Fifty One, but the Green Shirt guy. Oh yeah, no, he's yeah. more. That's more rooted, and because only, and that's because of just p- pure circumstance of him being in the actual thing. Like he was yeah, in it, yeah. and he was just like. He was like, he's actually doing what we like what we're saying should be done, some more action and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But then he was just in the environment and then responded in such a way that everybody was like, yes. You know what I'm saying? In the yeah. same way that Area 51 thing was like, yes, you know, kind of shit. At yeah. least that's how I'm like, right. Like, and he's a stand up comic, it. which is like super dope. A green shirt guy? Yeah. Is he a stand up comic? He's like a legit comic. Are you serious? Yeah. So it's like almost like, oh, that's perfect. Shout out to that cameraman, woman, whoever that was. They, they, they captured that. Perfect. They captured like, that perfectly. Right, dog. they dropped the camera. They didn't shake it a little bit. Not like, at all. It was perfect. That it was, was like they were born for that job. Yeah, that was exactly what they were meant to do. The camera person is just as important as the green shirt guy. A hundred percent. Let's just keep that. They, 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 they were saying that. They were mentioning that shit. Like, like, shout out to this person. Everybody was saying that like, they, they looked like it was shot like it, like it was a parking wreck. Deleted. Deleted. I've never seen it, so like I have no idea. Oh my gosh, dude! Parks and Rec is the greatest. Is it ever? Yeah, Parks and Rec, The Office. Some people say like uh, they don't like Parks and Rec. Um, yeah, I can't watch The Office. The Office, I can't. Like dude, that shit is just too. It's crazy. Like it's, it's just it's just weird dad jokes. It's too cringy, dog. Yeah, dude, I it can't. really is. And I just think and that's like what makes me laugh. It's okay. Just weird. I mean, not all of it, but. Like, <laughs> I would say some of shit it. goes hard. shit goes crazy. Apparently, the early the earlier seasons of The Office was like really risque, mm-hmm. and like they didn't they didn't give a shit about Dude, any politically everything correct. Everything in like the early two thousands nineties. I don't even think back it was then the people didn't give a fuck. Dog. It was just like whatever. Like the nineteen ninety nine um, 
what is that is it called scared straight episodes scared straight oh where kids would like oh with like, yeah 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 sent to prison yeah 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 for like a test run like oh you in prison for a day man How those that? shits are crazy because it's so funny like it's funny <laughs> it's funny because it's hor- it's funny because it's horrible right 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 but it's not like horrible like oh they get beat up in prison or like they're supervised and it's a right. whole team like whole camera crews following yeah, yeah, yeah. them and they scared <laughs> they're scared i'm talking uh, i'm talking no. about like double murderers <laughs> oh shit like no no like like sexual crime right people but it's like uh, obviously to keep the kids safe but it's legit. like like people like armed robberies right that are there for life and i kind of had that life leading up to that point mm. and they just like man i'll break you and then these kids are like man i'll stop yelling at my mom like, <laughs> and i was like <laughs> And I just think I just think that shit is so funny. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! I had a uh-huh. I had a friend who uh, she took her son to well one time he was like he was he's just like a super brat right uh-huh. took her son to a mental health hospital because he said he was gonna commit suicide. Oh shit! But just just because he was like oh I'm gonna commit suicide because I don't want to go to school anymore. Just saying it. Yeah, just to say it, just mm. not, you know and not really meaning it. Not really knowing the implications. Yeah, and I was just like man. Like, and then when she told me she took him to a mental health hospital, made him sign in, do all these things, get a checkup. She never planned on, like, checking him in, but was like, if you want to play, we can play. Like, and I was in tears. I was like, oh, my gosh, just served him up with his own tea. Uh I was like, man, you played yourself. And then for the rest of the semester, didn't even complain. That's amazing. Man, I was like, damn, that's crazy. That's uh, funny. I'm going to do that to my kid. But for real? I mean, like, it's just like, you got to teach these kids, like, what harsh realities is that, like. Yeah, man. Like, real life. Consequences. Is, yeah. I mean, not even just consequences. I would just say, like, real life. Mm. Like, kids think, like, oh, I'm an Instagram star. Like, All oh, right. my gosh, I get, like, thousands of likes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can do this, that, and the other thing. But then, then like, and obviously, it's, like, Public education is a problem, right? right? That is that is the deepest rooted issue of our country. I think it's the start of everything. But interesting, we can get to that next. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like teach these kids how to do their taxes. Teach these kids one hundred percent about their own culture. Hey, fuck Tom Horn. Fuck John Petticone. Like, cause it's like, bro, what the fuck? Who the fuck do you think? Fuck low key. Fuck TUSD. Because mm. what they tried to do to Mexican-American services, mm. or what they did do to Mexican-American they services, they, they tried to do to African-American student services just this year. Oh, for real? Just 2019. Are you serious? Trying to cut funding to all of African-American student services. What? Yeah, man, a bunch of people rallied behind it. I found out about it, like, very last minute. Like, people were already in this meeting, and they was like, oh, we're going to cut all these services. And I'm like, what the fuck? White supremacy is at man is very minuscule nuanced things that are like kill you what the fuck dude it's like bro it's 2019 i can't believe that like you don't think you don't think african-american black african national students need this these type of services in tucson you're crazy you're you're crazy and it's like man what who the fuck is up there talking about these different things like yeah like who's in the room yeah you know what i'm saying that's like my basic question who's in the room when they're deciding Man, this kind of shit oh white people that's what i think it is that's what i have to think it is right because this this information is falling because if somebody was in this boardroom 
whatever room uh-huh. that they're making these decisions that is of a descendant of a black African person and they not saying nothing. They're fucking cowards. Like, and it's like, that's so crazy. You, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, I agree. Like, like, like I mean, you dude, gotta... that caused an uproar for Mexican American students, right? Latinx students just all together mm-hmm. in this whole thing. In 2011, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I'm happened. just like, what the fuck? Like, That's wild. And then it became national news. And even like I was uh, talking to one of my friends, and she said that. Uh, also, fuck Doug Ducey. Mm. Like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? Like, f- f- Doug Ducey, what's up? My name is KP. Fuck you. <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck? Like, he uh, Nike was gonna make this Betsy Ross shoe. Yeah. Like oh thir- right 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 yeah and stars like, we're not gonna do like, we're not gonna have your your factory in Arizona no more yeah but then they ended up still doing it he right. he denounced it was like oh no this isn't gonna happen but then it happens on the low right it's like dude you a fucking coward like you a coward a racist like whatever else name you want to fall under that that's what it is right you know what I'm saying um, but on that same subject yeah who's in these rooms yeah that's, like that's wild and who Who's speaking for the the majority of African American students is is my thing. That's it's a like, basic question right there, for real. I mean, I know I know folks in TUSD. I know the director of African American Student Services. Hmm. So it's like that that person in particular is not speaking. I mean, he's speaking for African American Student Services, mm-hmm. of course, because he's the director. But he's not but, in the room, is he? But is he in the room, right? Mm. Like you all, you have this staff of individuals, but are they in the room? Right. Right. Same situation with. Uh, uh, with the U of A incident that happened, with the, those three. Oh yeah, the Arizona three, three, the Arizona two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. got like misdemeanors and stuff like that. And it's like yeah, it's wild. It's like, who's in your office, President Robbins? Like you making these decisions and then want to blow up a huge public forum and then drop the charges. Like, yeah. Think about the safety of your kids. Like think about the state, the safety of your students. Mm-hmm. Like border patrol, especially like nowadays. Like if he has border patrol come on campus this year, like what? Dude, you are you insane? Are you nut? Like, like it's, it's weird, man. He has to. Be, he has to be insane. He but has the, to be crazy. But like all of those, like all those systems are like all embedded with one another. Like, mm-hmm. so like that's like that's like you, almost hard to avoid at that point. But now it's more just obvious and more noticeable because oh, we're all looking for it too. On top of it, I honestly think it's just a morality thing. Also, on top of it, well, like. See, that's another question. This is like I think people are operating with different moralities, dog. No, they are. <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like t- to me, but it's like human rights is just like a simple thing. Right? Super simple. It's like they're it's... locking up children. It's been told about on multiple accounts. Mm-hmm. Shout out Alexandria Ignacio Cortez because mm-hmm. she's she's my hero. Mm-hmm. Honestly, makes me like she's really cool, dude. And when I'm like going through these dark times of like, man, this country's fucked. <laughs> like, and then she comes out, she's talking to all of these old white men, all these men in power about what they're doing and with just straight, direct questions, not beating around the bush. Yeah. Like, why is there a Facebook group or a Facebook group message of 10,000 Border Patrol officers where they're talking about raping her? You know what I mean? It's wild. Ta- they're talking about all the things that are going on mm. and it's past, present. Past and present people, yeah, directors, men, men and women in leadership, and mm-hmm. all that. Oh, well, I think it's just men. Is it sound like or border patrol agents, whatever? Impossibly. It's like that's just crazy. It's dude. wild. Like, where is your 
where's your sense of morality? Like it's like this like weird uh, ideology of like dehumanization that's been with us since the inception of this country. In all honesty, I mean it's been it's it, it, it's 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 like this weird impulse to say uh, to to just devalue another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, which is insane because I'm like, what? I don't know, man. That like that shit kills me. It kills me. Well, because it doesn't make sense to you. Mm-mm. To you, it's just like, why are you doing this? This doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't be doing this. It's clearly wrong, and it's clearly wrong to most people. But it's just like this weird, this weird like um, like outsourcing of responsibility in a sort of sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And oh damn. You know what I'm saying? People don't want to be held responsible. Well, people don't want to be held responsible, man. And that that goes all the way down, dog. Like that goes like even when you mentioning like public school system, and I'm like, yeah, the public school system sucks. But I mean, like before, like the kid would just stay home, dog, and like parents would just raise the child and let the kid grow up, mm-hmm. and like the they wouldn't farming. outsource the 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 raising of the child to a public school system you know what i'm saying to a system you know what i'm saying yeah so like outsourcing that to me that's the like the united states greatest sin is the outsourcing responsibility it's again mm-hmm. it's the devil convincing you with convenience yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and like like that also goes to like this weird because uh, like i said there's this uh I think he was a professor. He's on CNN and like he described racism in like the best fucking way I've ever heard. I think I seen that today. Yeah, like it, like I was, it was or on Facebook Twitter. I I put it on fucking like Instagram. I put it on everywhere because I was, I was like, yes, I agree. Because it was like it was like under one minute. The, the, yeah, like you did it fucking great. And like it was just, like him saying like there's this weird uh, pattern of trying to be blameless, of trying to be like the good person. You know what I'm saying? And never accepting the fact that everybody's a piece of shit. Everybody's a piece of shit. Like boiling it down. He's not saying it verbatim like this, but every single person is a piece of shit. Yeah. There's no such thing as a good person. Mm-hmm. We're all pieces of shit and we're all trying to do our best. Mm-hmm. But there's this weird thing where like you can't even believe you're a piece of shit. And it's usually with white folk like that really don't feel that way yeah. and it's just like this weird culture of like a weird I- idea that's possessed people no, life is great yeah you know like, it, it, have to maintain like like the the an out a face mm-hmm. you know it's 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 it's, it's uh i don't know man it, it it doesn't you can't to me it seems like to a certain extent hopeless mm-hmm. because how do you kill an idea because it's really the idea that's really fucking everybody up and it, and and the people are just rea- reacting or or are moving forward because they believe that that's that's the that that's the way to go forward. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know how you kill an idea because it's like, even even with like Afghanistan war, right? Mm. It's like war is an idea. War, yeah. Everything everything really is an idea mm-hmm. until it's filled with proper action. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, we've been in a war for 20 years. That's ridiculous. How do <laughs> We've been in a war for 20 years. It's fucking pointless mm. because all we're doing is creating generations and generations of people that want to protect their home. Mm-hmm. People that want to protect their home and they see something that they love being attacked mm. and therefore they want to retaliate on the other thing that's being attacked. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, even like, I mean, I haven't really like thought about 9-11, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't yeah I don't even know really how to even like address that or how to even think about 9-11 mm. right they say George Bush did 9-11 mm. 
that like with my knowledge now, mm-hmm. I feel like that is a very very strong it's possibility. Com- completely possible, man. right? Pay out some pay out some terrorists or pay out some Afghan nationals. Make them, you know what I mean? Do some shit. Yeah, just make them take over a plane. It's like it's a tragedy, mm-hmm. but then like I think white men have been complicit of tragedies like that throughout the entire history. Of Bay of pigs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like crazy because like i just hope like 30 years from now when we are like you know 50 60 and just leaving this or soon to soon to be leave is like we see this growth of progression right like denver well see like like yeah 100 percent. shout, shout, shout out, out to denver, denver. shout out to denver like, oh but like gosh, dude. see that's 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 like that's I'm like the, so proud man. that's like the thing dude i feel like there's this weird like we're like to me, it seems like this weird sense of like overwhelmedness, and I'm talking about the populace. Not I'm talking about I'm not talking about government or something like that, because yeah. the, the populace is who actually moves, does the progressive needle and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the people f- for the people, and for me, it feels like there's like this like it's like a like this perpetual procrastination of just like it's just like this dragon in the room mm-hmm. that they they know they have to deal with but it's just like it's just getting bigger and it's just bigger, like they don't want to they don't want to look at it and it's just like even more so it's just become mm-hmm. over, overwhelming overwhelming eventually they're gonna look at it eventually they're gonna like actually address it yeah and once they do the, all the distractions and all the shit that we've like we, we have that's been occupying us because we need something to occupy us to to to, to, to divert attention yeah well that'll go away and and like you say, it would just be this cascade of progression because, quite frankly, we would just be like, oh, this is just a giant art piece, dog. Like, we, we can just do whatever <laughs> we want and, and move forward. It, Facts. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so, like, it, 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 but it just has to have, it just has to hit a crescendo, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm 25, chilling in Tucson, in the desert. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So, <laughs> no, man, I think it's like, it starts with people not being complicit. Well, yeah, that's true. People not being complicit, like yeah, I have like, I have friends mm-hmm. that are like in their families. Mm. They have you know a Latinx Trump supporter, mm. you know a Black Trump supporter. Mm. I'm like, man, you better fucking grill them, mm. like grill them about their own self hatred. Mm. Go in on them, and like, and then people like, my roommate always says it's like. Oh, should we bully people for they for they non progressive views? Yes, not even bully, right? Mm. Not talking about the the traditional sense of a, what a bully is, mm-hmm. but make them make them consider their choice, right? Mm. What is you see this is happening, right? El Paso shooting, Dayton shooting, mm. California shooting. Mm. There's actually just another one. I think it was in California. Did we talk about that? Nah. Dude, it was like There's another dude, one? Yeah, all not a shooting, but a dude went into oh. a Walmart with a rifle. Right, okay. Had I think 100 I heard of rounds of ammunition. Jesus. Was but then a firefighter, somebody seen that, pulled the fire alarm, and then a firefighter held that dude at gunpoint until police came. Oh wow. Shout out to whoever that dude is, but For they're real. not talking about that. Yeah. They're not talking about that because they want to keep that fear. That video that had the, that they had shown at Times Square, mm-hmm. somebody thought they would shoot. Bro, what? Yeah, man. The whole country has PTSD. Bro, to have like to have had PTSD personally, mm. to see that in a gaggle of people. Times Square is huge. I mean, you it's huge. You been in, yeah, you've been in New York yeah, City. In... Like t- Times Square is 
It's huge. Insane. And all those people rushing in one direction it's because of It's not the, good. Bro, it's like, It's what? the shit that killed Mufasa, dog. And it's, and that's a stampede right there. Bro, that's crazy. Like, no. What? Yeah, man. Dude, it's so, wild how reactive everybody is. Bro, like so quick. Yeah. Like, and I think that's like, that's sort of how I am. It's like, I'm very, like, I have a healthy sense of paranoia now. Mm. Right? Like, more, a lot more vigilant than just the average citizen. Right. But I'm comfortable in my own skin. Okay. For more than anything. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. before, would lock doors, would, you know what I mean? Check doors multiple times. Right. Make sure, like. You're cautious. Dude, super. But it was almost like a scary cautious. Mm, you know? Okay. And I was just like, like, without. Um, so the girl I am dating now dated mm. then, right? Without her, like, slowly yet surely guiding me mm. and be like, hey, it's cool. Like, we're good. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, slowly yet surely pushing me, but mm. not, not in a fast way. Just being like, hey, just addressing just, it consistently. Just, just, just it was always just like, there. I would probably still be the same way. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, life is normal here, but mm. it's not at the same time. Especially for me as a black American. Mm. Like, life is normal, mm. but I still got to think of things to be cautious about. Of course. So I'm going to always fuel that. PTSD mm. with with just nonsense. Yeah. Right? So, and it, cause it's definitely not as dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Like, what really had made me cautious on my, I think it was my first deployment. Yeah. Cause I went on two deployments to Afghanistan, right? Right. Because you were part, you, you were in the Army, right? Or I was in the Air Force. Air Force. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there was a, a, an Afghan national, mm. right, working on the base, mm -hmm. kid walking to this thing called the BX, which is like a Walmart, mm. right? Dude gets stabbed in the neck, killed for no reason. Oh, shit. And I was like, man, you got me fucked up if you think I'm about to get killed in this country where I'm just like, I'm here for the purpose of the fucking military. Like, right. what the fuck? So then I, my cautious level just went up. Mm. And it was up for so long that mm. when I come back home, it was still like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's like it's almost like I was trained. I trained my myself to be cautious. To be already. And it's always like anytime I heard a noise, something that was suspicious. Anytime I seen a a door that may, like, shouldn't have been open but was open. Mm. You know what I mean? It's all these different things in a dark space. I'm never going through it without a light. You know, mm. all these like small things. It's just like anytime I hear something like a click or I hear like footsteps or mm. something like that. I'm like checking my surroundings, yeah. always checking my surroundings. Like people talk about like people that haven't been in the military. They talk about how they're looking for their exes and stuff like that. That's something I always do without mm. even like without hesitation. Right. I'm looking for emergency exits. Mm. Like how am I getting out? Even maybe like minorly thinking about what's my escape plan. Right. If somebody used to walk into here, different scenarios are just kind of going through my head. Mm -hmm. It's not something that like clouds my brain or anything. It's just like something that. the subconscious is working on. In the in the back of my yeah. head at all yeah. times because I always had to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's mm -hmm. just like, whew, life is crazy. That's wild, dog. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's like, I don't know. I don't think that should be a thing that everybody does. Mm -hmm. I think it's just like that shouldn't be a norm. No, right. It shouldn't be a norm, but I mean, I think even I do it to a certain extent. I mean, I th I think everybody does it now more than ever because mm. it's like, yeah. I mean, Latin. I mean, especially for marginalized folks, right? Mm. It's like we getting shot, we getting abused, mm. and it's happening every single day. Mm. And it's like, 
it hurts me to like see black and brown folks participating in the occupation of being a police officer, border patrol right. agent, ICE. It's like, bro, who the fuck are you? Like, for real? It's weird, man. Like, they would turn around and shoot you in the back if mm. you had regular clothes on. Mm. They'd turn around and, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, misidentify you as a different, as a different, even though you may be an officer, military person, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's happened to me. Mm. Like, as a military, fo- as a military person, mm. right? I'm driving. Officer pulls me over, acting a little bit too aggressive for mm. no reason, right? Mm. Maybe I was speeding, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Pull, I pull out that ID with that driver's license. Oh my god, <laughs> you, you a pilot? <laughs> I'm like fucking got you, fucking piece of shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, you respect the hierarchy. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah, I am actually, um, and I don't give a fuck if I lied. Fuck the military, right? Right. But anyway, it's just like you know what I mean. Like I'm not even about to. I'm not about to play these games with mm-hmm. you. Like, you're not about to, like, harass me right. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. That's a, that's like, like, you and your partner, like, or just you by yourself. You got a gun. I don't have anything. It's ridiculous. Right? But you're going to think. People be wild, man. But it just doesn't make sense sometimes. Life is insane. Life is insane, KP. It's just, and it's like, the word, the, like, the more and more I think about it, it's like, man, America's just getting worse and worse and worse. But it's always been bad. Right. But then, like, public education yet again, right? Right. Public education. I'm in college right now. Shit sucks. <laughs> Shit sucks. Like some Tell classes, me about it. Some classes are dope. They're like, okay. They're like, some professors are dope. Because of the teachers, though, right? It's yeah. It's only because of the teachers. Because they understand, but then they're complicit. Right. They're complicit in, like, like I got a 10-page paper due tomorrow at midnight. It's like, bro, what the fuck? What? And the- it's over three questions. Why do I have a 10-page paper due over three fucking questions? What? Right? And I'm like, it, it's, I mean, the questions are, are you could get lengthy with them. Uh-huh. But it's not like, okay, these are really deeply rooted questions where you can just kind of go on a tangent. Right. Right? And talk about things in an organized fashion. Uh-huh. It's more of just like, oh, we doing all, like, Man, I gotta really bluff some shit, <laughs> and it's like I shouldn't have to bluff anything. No, like whatever page number I get to that answer these three questions is be what it. should be my final. Yeah, it, it shouldn't be like a ten-page minimum. That doesn't make any sense. To me. That's never words. made any sense to me. Ne- never, dude. And it's like, and then like, people want to tell me to get a good GPA because that's gonna like give me where I want. Give me where I want to go. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, don't, don't fucking tell me nothing. Like, don't tell, <laughs> don't tell me. I mean, obviously, I do listen to people's like uh, suggestions, mm-hmm. right? But in regards to that, it's like if like I'm as busy as I am, I have the aspirations that I do. Right. I have to go through this system in order to prove that. Mm. Like, I can't just prove that to you just outright, right? And I was like, that shit is crazy, and they think just because like. People think like, oh, the younger you are and the more successful you are, the better it is. But it's like, no, man. Like, there are other people that like Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace. Toni mm. Morrison, rest in peace. You know what I mean? They, Toni Morrison didn't start, didn't write her first book until she was 40. Mm. Anthony Bourdain didn't become famous until after he was 40. Yeah. And people would be like, oh, man, it's, you got to get it before you're 30. Nah. Thrive in 30s, right? You know nah. what I mean? Or even you got to get it before your 20s. And it's just like, bro, you... You looking There's at no rush, no rush, no rush at all. And yeah. it's like, obviously, 
you don't want to struggle for a very, very long time. Right. right? I mean, maybe you do. Yeah. Right. Have that have that main job while you've got the side hustle going and building it up into your career. Mm-hmm. But it's like that that rush is mm-hmm. so unnecessary. And it's like, oh, I got to go to college. Got to do this. Well, that, you, and the other well it's like uh, most of the time that advice is coming from people who are already trapped. Facts. You know, trapped in your mental ma- trapped in this system, trapped in the in the in the system they built themselves. Exactly. Man. You know, and, and that's like. You think about those considerations, it's like... I'm like, thank you, man. Thank you for your advice. Huh? Yeah. I thanks. appreciate it. I appreciate you. But we're living different lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to do different things. We're not living to, completely different lives. not trying to do the same shit. Obviously, we need people within these systems, right, mm-hmm. that yeah. advocate for change. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I, like doing the things that I'm trying to do now mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to do without Debbie. Right? right? Debbie Chess is like... Right. Just almost like a godmother to me mm. <laughs> in a sense right nice Be- like uh just because she's been in that system for so long mm-hmm. yeah she's advocating for some something to happen outside of this who's system. debbie by the way debbie is just she's a black woman amazing mm-hmm. black woman mm-hmm. right uh i met her i think february of last year february last year she's like a community organizer mm. urban planner Stuff like that. And then she's been in just a lot of wow. these spaces. She did a lot of community organizing, community uh-huh. development, uh-huh. redevelopment in Chicago. Uh-huh. Then comes to Tucson and does the same thing. Oh, shit. Yeah, but she was in a, she was in the art sector at first. Uh, ED, of the executive director of the Arts Foundation of Tucson and Southern Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, she worked at the LOF as the director of programs. And then just is in a, like now she's community fellow at the, at the Dunbar. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of the U of A. And she's been crushing it dude it's like nice I, I try to get her more and more on social media because it's like you need to tell people your story like you need to tell people what you've been doing right you know what i mean because it's only like there are a lot of people that know who she is obviously mm-hmm. because being like executive director of the arts foundation and you're not from here is like arts the arts foundation of tucson and southern arizona is probably one of the is not probably is one of the biggest arts artist advocacy organizations here in tucson oh wow yeah so she just like and Tucson is a very artsy town, mm-hmm. right? It has a very good arts foundation. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so people obviously know who she is. Right. And then I met her, seen what she was doing at the Dunbar. She mm-hmm. had, like, not just started, but started in November of the previous year. Okay. I seen, like, the potential of the Dunbar created, coming, becoming this thing, mm. right? Just advocated for myself. It was just like, hey, let me intern for you. Didn't even like try to beat around the bush. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm I'm looking to do something. Right. And then she just I'm I'm sitting here and then she just you know what I mean? Wow. Anytime I walk up, anytime I talk to somebody, mm. mention her name, she's like, Oh people's faces light up. Wow. Light up with joy. I've never met anyone that hasn't smiled when they said Debbie's name. Wow. And I'm like, that's insane. Even people that may disagree with her or dislike her for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's just like, holy shit, that's crazy. Wow. Um, yeah, and then she just kind of like mentored me. She Not kind of. She did mentor me. Yeah. She does mentor me. Yeah. And just advocated for me in a lot of these different spaces. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like KXCI, with right. Blacks, just a lot of different. Like I, I did a speech competition last year when, for the Dunbar obviously I had to do a lot of work for myself mm. but i was already i was already a public speaker 
Mm. So it's like doing that then on a stage and then winning, like being uh, Social Venture Partners Fast Pitch Tucson. Mm. It was the first African-American person mm. on that stage as a finalist and to win. Wow. And I was like, man, that's fucking dope. It's <laughs> fucking dope as shit. And it was like I wouldn't have been able to do that without her right, without grant her. writing skills, without her leadership. Of course. You know what I mean? Guided me to understand the the necessity for a place like the Dunbar wow yeah that's and, that's cool man yeah and then that that being in front of that stage mm -hmm. that was 500 plus wow like of leaders all around tucson right so it's like people it's like giving me their business cards telling me i should run for office this that and the other because i'm 24 and i'm doing a public speech about um, a hundred year old school like a historically fir first and only historically segregated school in tucson mm. and they're like you like the crowd uh one of the judges his name i think his name was miguel he like works for vantage west or something like that vp of marketing for vantage west it was mm. like i was like oh my god that's crazy Damn. Like president robbins was there there's so many different people that were there mm -hmm. and then dude asked me like how old i am i said i'm 24 and then crowd is just like, <laughs> <laughs> like what for real you know what I'm, yeah, yeah. It, it's like that's crazy and it's like i was just blessed to be grateful uh, you know what i mean yeah to be able to be put in that position and execute as well as i did mm. yeah wow man and that's because of debbie right yeah how did you even find out about debbie how did you, how did you so how that come about the tucson hip-hop festival was being they hosted some panels at the dunbar right yeah. this is what the the 2018 one 2018 yeah 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 because yes. it was february yes. last year yes okay okay yeah so i was at on a temporary duty for work so I was out of Marana, but I was in a hotel and mm. I was like going to work like four, three, four a.m. It was fucking awful. Mm. Um, Cause I'm like a night owl type person. So I don't right. go to sleep so easily. Right. But so went to work, left work. It was like noon or whatever. And mm. I was like planning to catch panels. Mm. I was like, I need, I want to be there for these panels. Mm. So I went there, showed up and I lived three blocks away from this place. Mm. So I was just like, Oh, what is this? Like, you know what I mean? Probably drove past it a number of times. Never looked at it. Right. Mm. Um, then what happened? And then Debbie was downstairs before I had knew who she was. Mm. She's downstairs guiding people up to the upstairs. And I'm like walking through the space and like, I'm a very observant person. Mm -hmm. I'm walking through the space. I'm like, man, this is a, this is a dope space. Like mm. parking lot is huge. Building is huge. Two different buildings. Right. right? And then go through the panels. That's when I first learned about Fonz and Flowers and Bullets, mm. which I thought they were super dope. Super like, dope. They, I mean, they are super dope still. Super dope. Shout out to Flowers and Bullets. Shout man. out to them. Um, that's where I learned about, like, booking. And I was just trying to get into these rooms and, like, ask critical questions. Mm -hmm. They just kind of made me stand out, mm. right, so that I could then connect with folks like right. connect with the main person that's speaking of course because i'm like asking these critical questions of course um and then i left and then i went downstairs and it was like hey i want to volunteer here like i want to know what this space is mm. and then she's like taking me around talking about the history and everything and i was just like let me intern for you mm. you know what i mean i had a full-time job i was still in the military making enough money for myself with mm. more money than i could even than I really even needed. Right. I probably should have used that money more <laughs> constructively. Um, but 
That's a B. That's a B. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just wanted to branch out from the military because mm. I was so tired. I was an intern for Tucson Theater Festival. No, Tucson French Theater Festival. Mm. So, and that was because I had I wanted this opportunity, this journalism opportunity. Mm to write for like an Air Force newspaper in my career field. Oh shit. And I was like, man, that would be so dope. That would just branch me out from a, like a local to a national scale. Mm. And then, I mean, I was more regional than anything because people had known me in different bases in different cities and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, from a regional to a national scale. Mm. And then my boss was just like, he didn't even respond to my email. Just kind of like, was like, didn't nah. didn't care about like anything that I had that I wanted to do, mm. even though I was crushing it. Nobody could nobody could tell me different mm. from me. Maybe I wasn't like I'm not the most tra- traditional. I wasn't the most traditional airman. Like I didn't kiss ass or anything like that. Right. And if you don't kiss ass in the military, you end up falling. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm right. like, I'm you a grown ass man. I'm not about to kiss your ass. Like. Mm. I do my job well. That's all I have to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to play this fucking game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. No, sir. <laughs> hey, hey, boss. You need anything? Like, right. no, fuck you. I, <laughs> yeah, I come here. I show up. I do my job, and I'm going home. Right. Like, and and, and the crazy thing about it is, I do even more than just my job. Right. Right. I'm teaching CPR. I'm teaching this thing called self aid buddy care, which is like a medical procedure in the military. And I'm not a medical professional. The fuck? Yeah. I'm teaching I'm teaching resiliency trainings. I'm teaching young airmen, men and women about sexual consent and wow. sexual assault. You know what I mean? I'm a victim advocate. Dude, I'm crushing it. I made a I like was on a six man team, seven man team mm-hmm. where we created an entire app for the base. Wow. Yeah, it's like I'm commended by and then I'm also an intern outside of this. Mm. And you want to tell me that I can't do something because right. you don't think it's the right thing for me to do <laughs> for my career path? Like, I wasn't asking you for permission. I was asking for like some assistance, but I don't need your assistance either. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, it's like that, that's the that's the fucked up thing about hierarchies, right? Right, right. Is that right. Like, oh the, they can they can lord it over you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got to get this. You have to get your boss's permission. And I'm like, man, I'm a grown fucking man running my own shop, Mm -hmm. training a young airman that just came into the military. I've only been in. I've been in less than five years. Wow. And you want to tell me that I can't do this because you think that I'm not doing my job? Or, oh, I, you got to do your job first. Like, I was like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> you've, been, you've been stuck in this shit for 20, almost 20 years. You hate your life. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hate your life. For real, no. Yeah. Like, you kissing ass to a, a grown man that got a degree. And that's, a, that's only really the separation between officers and enlisted. Right. It's a degree. Mm-hmm. You get you a degree. You go to OTS, like officer training school. You go to, or you like you go outright to the Air Force Academy or ROTC or anything like that. And you mm-hmm. become an officer. Mm-hmm. But you got all these enlisted folks that have been in 10, 15 years that have been in the mud the entire time. Wow, pushing the Air Force going forward because without without the enlisted folk, the Air Force is nothing. Right, right. The Air Force or the officers are just suits. Right, right. So he's just trying. They're just driving through the mud, and they hate a young man, wow. young black man, who's actually moving forward and trying to. At, at their age, they wasn't even contemplating shit like this. <laughs> but, right. 
you know what I'm saying? So it's like when you see somebody like myself, too innovative, dog. I'm too. I'm too much for them. I'm yeah. too much for them to like understand. Right. And it's just like. At that point, I wouldn't even get mad at them. Yeah. No, I'm not. Like, all right. I'm, yeah. No, I'm. <laughs> no, I'm cool. not mad at all. I'm out of that shit. No, you know 100. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like. I want I want them to know. Yeah, yeah like one, one, the one day that I'm at that point where it's just like, oh man, you're somebody's like interviewing me. I'm like, oh man, you're a veteran. I'm like, yeah, I am. But <laughs> uh, like, and then that, that those those folks that had to retire, right, or they maybe like they lost their pension mm. because oh, because Donald Trump is using 2.5 billion dollars of the military of the DOD's money to build a wall. Wow. And you lose, and I know people that are getting pensions. Or, uh-huh. You know what I mean? The Air Force is changing mm-hmm. from a a twenty year steady pension to like, oh, you need to. We're gonna force you to invest into yourself, which is super dope, right? Mm-hmm. But they're taking away that guaranteed twenty years. By oh, I mean, they're not taking away the guaranteed twenty years, but they're taking away a lot of it. Mm. A lot of what what made people stay in the military right. for that forever pension right right right, Med- right. health care medical care whatever and it's like and you get a lot as a veteran right wow. a lot a lot of benefits as a veteran mm-hmm. um yeah so it's just like that's crazy i want people to i want people to see like i want them to be like damn i know who that is uh-huh and damn i didn't i didn't treat him the best it's like, yeah, now my life is better than yours. It's it's better than, it's better than theirs right now. I love it, dude. Because I don't have to show up and do shit. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, man. At a grand scale. Nobody can stop me from doing shit. No. No. Yeah. And that's like the best place to be personally. How did you how did you get into KXCI? I'm I'm assuming Debbie, Debbie helped, right? Lobbed it. Lobbed I was already I was already interviewing folks. Uh-huh. Interviewed like uh to Ray Fowler Chapman. Nice. One of my favorite people. It's great. Um, interviewed Jalopy Bungus. Yeah. Before before he dropped the album, before he had went crazy. Oh. Yeah. Interviewed. I interviewed a ton of people. Clarence Boykins, who Clarence is, he is like a pioneer in this city. Mm. Older black man mm. was one of the first, like the first African American director of the TCC. And it was like, I think it was like right after they had built it too. Oh wow. Yeah, and it was like. He had done so much for the black community. He's, mm. I think he runs like the Tucson Jazz Society right now. But it's just like a man of like such a high stature, but so humble, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like Debbie's the same way. A mm. woman, a black woman, right? Mm. Such high stature, done so much, raised hundreds of thousands, damn near, I feel like a million dollars for the Dunbar alone. Wow. Through grant writing, mm. through advocacy, through all these different things, and is building this this beautiful space. And it's like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like we don't we don't hear about those folks. No, it's only through the woodworks. Yeah, right? yeah it's yeah. like people know who they are. Clarence wrote the he wrote the the contract for the gym show to be here for twenty years. Wow, he's the one that brought like held them held Tucson down. Wow, this man should get a fucking statue, honestly. Wow, like. Bro, the gym show, the Tucson without the gym show is nothing. Well, I mean, it's not nothing, but it's like pretty close. Like monetarily, it's not getting that much. It's not getting out like millions of dollars in taxes. Yeah. And like when he said that, I was just like, oh my gosh, like that's fucking insane. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's like such a humble person. Yeah. Right? 
So I had interviewed like a number of folks like that, mm -hmm. just trying to get like just have genuine open conversation. Right. Right. Um, and then Blacks was was changed from something that was called Black Tuck, B L A Q T U C, mm. to then a more global vision of Blacks, B L A X. Mm. And then um, they were KXCI was just in the in the mode of like getting new programming. Mm. So she knows Jenny and she knows Alva. She knows all these folks. Yeah. And Amanda, you know, and then she sent an email. They met with me and they had already seen me. Jenny had already seen me at the SVP fast pitch. Mm. She had seen me do my speech. Oh, yeah. She was super impressed by it. She, and then she was uh -huh. like, oh, my gosh. And then. Like you want to work here? You know, like, yeah, like, yeah. I don't even work here. It's more of a volunteer. Thing. Right, right. But okay, yeah. yeah. Like it's you want to be involved essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was like, "Oh, you want to do this?" Yeah. And I was just like, "Yeah." Never knew what like opportunities radio would really bring. Right. But it like blast out my voice into the whole of Tucson. People that I don't even know know about my show. It's crazy. And it's like, oh my gosh, like that's fucking nutty. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's you, wild. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You, you know about my show yeah. and I don't even know who you are. And it's like, I guess it's like, like how, like how celebrities would feel. I'm not saying I'm a celebrity, but it's just like how it sort of feels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, man, that's dope. Like you're listening to black voices and I try to have very, very good, genuine conversation. Right. Not where it's like all structured and you know what I mean? We're laughing, we're doing whatever we want. We say a nigga on the radio, like, mm. you know what I'm saying? We're doing mm. whatever, whatever it is that we want. Do you have to bleep the word or no? I don't, I don't believe the you word. You don't believe the word? No, man, because it's... <laughs> so it's like... That's so funny. Yeah, it's like... I've seen it happen. Yeah. On like YouTube, yeah. with radio stations and stuff like that. And I'm like, bro, is that really like... Is that like... It's like an erasure of like black culture. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? And they say like there are certain folks that don't like the word nigga because it takes us back to slave days. But mm -hmm. it's like... It's a comforting thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's like... It, you know what I mean? So it's like... And and I don't feel comfortable asking, like, white people if I could say the word nigga on my show. Mm, you know what I mean? Right. Because it's like. <laughs> That's like, so funny. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it's super sus. Yeah. Like, I, I have to ask white folks to say the N word. Yeah, and I just haven't, like, what? I haven't even, like, grown into the idea of being like, oh, hey, can I say this? Can, you know what I mean? I had thought about it in my head, and I was just like, yeah. if I say it and and I get in trouble, then that's it. Right. But we've said it, and we haven't gotten in trouble. Wow. Because I think it's just like it's just a universal thing. It's a universal understanding of that word. Yeah. Of what that word means, what that word is, who should who should and who shouldn't say it. Uh huh. And you can't tell me not to say it. But also at the same time, they like bleep it out. I've seen it like when Amine was being interviewed in London. Mm. He said nigga and it bleeped out and I was like I was so I was so shocked. I was I was confused. Right. I was just like, What? Like <laughs> Right, what you That's weird. Yeah, it's it is it's super sus. That's weird. And it's like, how do you You know what I mean? Like that, that and I don't think that's a proper representation of black people. Yeah. It's like well they say a lot of people say like Oprah, right? Shout out mm -hmm. to Oprah. Oprah's cool. Mm -hmm. But it's like saying we can't say or I don't know what the whole backstory is, but it's like people saying like like I know can I know Jay Cole has said it or something like that. Like Oprah don't like niggas mm -hmm. or something like that. Really? Which I don't think it's true. But 
I don't think that is true. I don't think she just. I think she just doesn't like the connotation she's a little of the word. Older fashioned, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, it's just like don't don't try to bleed people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not don't, gonna like. Don't censor others. Yeah, exactly. It's like systematic oppression. That's why that word is a thing. Right. 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 That's right. why any of these racial slurs are a thing. It's because of systematic oppression. Mm. We gonna keep reminding these folks about how they oppress us mm. in saying a word that they can't say, and if they do say it, they're getting smacked. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I don't. I mean, I don't smack every like white or Latin Latinx person that says nigga, but like it's like I just separate myself more than anything. Right. It's because it's like, bro, it's not, and and I'm at fault. Right, because uh-huh. I used to be one of those kids that was just like, I don't care who says that word. Interesting, right? I don't care who says that word. I don't care if they're white, if they're Latinx, if they're Asian. Like, yeah. I, I didn't care, right? Because it was like, as long as they're not throwing that hard er on it mm-hmm. and aiming it in my direction or just generally in anyone's direction, right? I don't care, right? But then I just like dove deeper into it. Mm. Because, like, there's this white kid, right? Mm. It, and it was just, like, it was more of, like, the, like, foundation of a person, right? Mm. It's, like, what they believe in, mm-hmm. right? Like, I used to have this white friend. Um, and he would say nigga, and I was just, like, I was like whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't care. Right. I didn't, like, he wasn't saying it, like, all the time, like I was, mm-hmm. or, like, I do. But he said it, just generally just saying it. Right. Mm. And people may call me a hypocrite, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Um, but I was uneducated. Mm-hmm. I was uneducated in my own culture. There was right. no there was never a black man, a black woman that was really like, yo, mm. this is that's not it. Mm. And I feel like that's a, like a fault in the like marginalized communities. Right. Well, I mean, but it's also because it's like uh, like oppression. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like. But when you do have those leaders in your life. That teach you about your own culture because the public education system is not. Mm-hmm. Then you start to like understand like why certain folks shouldn't say it. Right. Right. And even just until like I think it was like two, like three years ago, mm-hmm. I had seen like uh, somebody had posted. It was like one of like it was like a, a Latinx man from I think he was from like Mexico City or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he had like typed out this hateful ass message about black folks. And I was like, damn, mm. like, and it was on Twitter. And somebody was like, this is why we don't let Latin, like, this is why we don't let Hispanic Latinx folks say nigga. Right. And I was like, oh, shit. That makes sense. And then I, I have a mm. best friend. Her name is Marlene. Shout out Marlene. <laughs> um, she was like, yeah, the, like, Mexican culture is, like, deeply, I mean, it's not, like obviously not all Mexican culture, but like mm-hmm. um, a part of Mexican culture is like that. Right. Some some Mexican folks think they are better than Black people, right? And I was like, damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So now that like anytime like somebody may say it, mm. I note it in my brain because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not fucking with you because I, I you don't you don't know about you and you may know you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. whoever it may be. And then even white folks, like, I don't, I don't let that shit slide no more. Like, mm. you're fucked up. Like, especially, like, artists. Right? Mm. Like, Matt Ox said it once. I used to fuck with Matt Ox heavy. Mm. Listen to his music. I, th- I just thought this kid was insane. Mm. On his last album, he had, like, Key, Fat Man Key, Chief Key, Valet. Mm-hmm. That was his only three features. Wow. And I was like, bro, this shit is hitting. Uh-huh. Like, 
And you only like, what, 15? Whoa. Little white kid. One time said nigga on Twitter. And I was just like, unfollow, undownload, all that shit. It's just like a, it's a permanent thing for me, bro. Especially mm. when you're eating off black culture. Right. Like, bro, you check yourself. At that point, right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, Interesting. Um, I've learned learned my ways. That's cool, man. Yeah, and I, it's like I'm not ashamed to say to, to say how I used to be. Right. Well, like that's just you showing your growth. Yeah. If oh. anything, you should like be like showing that shit off all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's like I I don't always do that uh-huh. because it's like people people are just like so limited in their thought process. They're just it's like, so oh, you limited. You, like, oh, at one point you let white people do that. So I don't understand. Who the fuck are you to tell anybody anything? I don't understand. I was like, bro, what? I'm a human being. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, what you want me to do? Like, See what I'm fucking. Saying? You know what I'm saying? And and oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. <sighs> You're gonna go somewhere, t- man. This is dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, I went on. Uh, I had this one white friend mm-hmm. who I was in his car. He had picked me up from. Uh, we was going to work, mm-hmm. and he was in the military. Picked me up, like white kid from a little small town. Mm-hmm. He'll know who he is mm-hmm. if he <laughs> if he if he were to listen to this. Yeah, but I was reading some on Twitter about how like a bunch of kids in Baltimore. Mm had got a teacher fired because white teacher got him fired because they found on his Facebook page that he was tied with white supremacist groups. Oh shit. Got him fired. And then I read that. I just was like, ha ha read that out loud. And he was like, and this shit blew my mind. Right. Uh-huh. And I was just like, what the fuck dude? Like, what do you, what, 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 what he was you... like, I don't know why it matters that what he does in his personal life ties to his professional career. And I'm like, bro, he's a white teacher in Baltimore. Damn near, like, and I'm like, that's exactly how I react. I'm like, bro, I'm like, and I'm like, I didn't even get into a real argument with him. Mm-hmm. I was just like, don't ever say that shit to anybody else. <laughs> like, like, are you fucking for real? <laughs> like, do you know uh, what? Like, and white supremacy is the basic foundation of the shit. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what? That's crazy. What? And he was blatantly out there with it. What? Hell yeah, he getting fired. <laughs> hell, that, hell, <laughs> hell yeah, he getting fired. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to do, man, I don't even have to do it. Because I know in that tri-state area, uh-huh. Baltimore, it's like, bro, that's a huge mixed marginalized mm-hmm. fucking like what? Mm-hmm. And it's because he's from this small ass town. Like right. I mean, never really like public education yet again, right? Right. right. But then also he's just a, another little white kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Didn't necessarily vote for Trump, but nah. didn't necessarily agree with it. Like didn't right. disagree with everything. And right. I'm like, Bro, and when Trump got elected and I was still in the military, man, ignorance, ignorance started to show. Oh, yeah? Ignorance. I'm talking about one time this dude said, man, how was Hillary going to fl- fix the $20 trillion in debt that Obama occurred during his time in office? And I was like, what the fuck? What's Trump going to do that? I was like, $20 trillion? I was like, do you know how much money that is? That's so stupid. I was like, do you know? That's. Hey, do you know how much money that is? Doesn't make any sense. In eight years, <laughs> you think he had cured twenty trillion dollars in debt? 
you fucking idiot and i couldn't say that you know what i mean because you gotta play that you gotta play that professional you know quote-unquote professional right lism it's like bro you a fucking white supremacist <laughs> but i can't call nobody a white supremacist in the military i can no. now right you know who you are <laughs> you know i directly quoted you fucking piece of shit <laughs> and I, I remember i had seen the same person on university uh-huh and everybody thought i was like oh cool you know what i'm saying like uh-huh kp how's your weekend like bro fuck you you don't even mm. fuck about my weekend mm. um i seen him on university mm-hmm. and i was so prepared to just be like yo fuck you mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like because that was my energy inside that's always my energy. you know what i'm saying i bet very intense yeah, yeah, yeah. energy like and i'm not about to shy away from nothing nah you know what i'm saying so and doing that, I didn't get the chance to because he didn't come back. But <laughs> you're so ready it's, for it. It's a thousand percent my energy. Wow. Yeah, he sounds like he sounds pretty dumb. Yeah, man. He sounded pretty dumb. Yeah, because I just don't fuck with like being complicit, and even like more so mm-hmm. being an advocate for a, a hateful ass person like Donald Trump. Right. Like, and, and like, man, like even the and I, and I think that's something that I've had to like more recently address mm. right more specifically like okay so my girl her sister uh-huh. has a boyfriend uh-huh. that voted for donald trump oh fun but he's mexican oh fun and i'm like bro like okay first you know i see him i wouldn't talk to him right uh-huh. dap him up just to be kind right but now it's not it's there's no being kind to that type of shit. Right. Like you bro, you voted for Donald Trump. Like what? I'm not even looking you in your fucking eye. Like and if you say anything to me, anything and I've had to like restrain myself. Uh. Right? Because people are like I've had to restrain myself cuz it's like more of a manners thing. They're like, "Oh, you got to be kind to him because blah blah blah." Right. Cuz of these family politics. And I'm like, "Man, fuck him." Uh-huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, "Oh, I'll go in on him. Have you had a conversation with him at Hell all? Hell no, because no. I'll eat him alive. Like, you got me <laughs> fucked up. I'm going to grill him. And even one of my best friend's sisters, she's a black woman. Uh-huh. I don't think she voted for Donald Trump, but when, like, recently, a couple months, past couple months, she threw on the MAGA hat, tossed a pic on Instagram. And I'm like, bitch. Like, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, but that's how I feel. Like, you're crazy if you think that these white folks will ever fuck with you. So funny. Off of the, oh, you wore a hat, now you wanted them? Ah, eat her alive too. No, no, like. I wonder what that is. No though. legitimate, you know, connotations. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, figuratively. Oh, oh my gosh, I would go in on you. Like, for real. Uh-huh. Especially as a marginalized person. Yeah. Like you, you can't tell me shit. Yeah, yeah. And like, there was some dude last year that I had met. He was a Mexican dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he was from uh, Border Town. Um, and he had voted for, for Donald Trump. Trump. And I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, bro, he would deport your family. He would deport. It. What? Yeah. You're crazy. Like That's so funny. I wonder what like their thought process is. I don't. I don't even know. I don't even like. Um. I have a friend who was a lawyer. He was like, oh, uh-huh. you should get some, like, because I was about to create this thing called uh, Black Expertise, right? Mm. Um, he was like, oh, like, I don't know if you'd be interested in talking to, like, some, I have some friends that are black border patrol agents. And I was like, bro, no. <laughs> no. 
Not at all. I'm not about to amplify that voice at all. <laughs> like, and it's like, it's not that I wouldn't have a conversation with a person like that. Mm. I have had a conversation with a Trump supporter. Mm. But, and what he had said, which I now think is like even more, I thought it was bullshit at the time. It's like, a, it's an agree to, like, an agree to disagree. It's like, mm. okay, he's a businessman, but he's not a good one. Mm. Like, dude had a huge head start. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I think he got like 19 million dollars from his dad at one point. Oh my god! But then like, it was something crazy that I had read on Quora mm. from this dude who's like Chinese, and he was talking about the tariffs, the trade tariffs, and everything, mm. and how basically Donald Trump is sinking our country. Oh right! From a business standpoint, right, too, right, right, right. Not right. even like he's not a good businessman either. No, he's no, eating no. for himself. No, yeah, and yeah. his entire family. 100. percent Yeah, and that's all he's doing. And it's like, bro, what the fuck? Like, um, damn, I forgot what I was saying. I don't you like you you were going on like you were on something specific. Talking oh, about a lawyer? Uh, oh no, 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 no. They were talking about how he was a good businessman. Oh, they were like trying to convince themselves because he was a good businessman. Yeah, but the city of New York, they yeah. know everything about Donald Trump. Bro, he's a scam he's a hack. One hundred percent. He went to a good college. I don't think he's entirely stupid. Right. But Especially because he went to Penn. Like, and obviously we were talking about public education. Public education don't make you, but in a life where you've grown up under money mm -hmm. this entire time, mm -hmm. fueled by money. Right. Of course you're going to be like, you're going to have some resources. You're going to have some knowledge of certain things. Yeah, of course. All right. So, um, man, I remember back in like, back in 2016 when like, it was like, when it was like, uh, they're all running and shit, Hillary, Bernie. People thought it was a joke. Donald thought it, I, I, even I thought it was a joke, but like. I did too. Like, because it, it's crazy as fuck. But in all honesty, man, the chaotic motherfucker in me was like, Donald Trump was going to ruin this country. I would give him a vote just for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because it would like, like, that was like my thought process. I, didn't, I don't even remember if I voted that fucking time, but like. The thought process I had with Donald Trump was like he would ruin this shit, and I feel like a lot of people were down for that. Yeah, and a lot of people probably apparently were. Yeah, I mean, and not even just like ruin it, but make it positive for those with money. Well, for a certain extent, because yeah. I mean, it's not gonna last. It's not. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? If anything, like in, in the weirdest of senses, like it, it agitated all the people to like like realize, oh, it's not comfortable no more. Like, which oh, is we something we should have never needed. been so comfortable. Yeah, man. Like for AOC to come out of the woodworks and all those other women, I don't know, I don't like remember their names. Yeah, but yeah. I do like no, whatever. I don't. Remember. <laughs> I don't remember their names because I only see AOC. A all AOC the time. is the one that's like the, the leader, man. The leader. Oh yeah. man. AOC's great. I remember like the one of the things that I was like, I was like I was really happy about and really like um, supportive of her is like, the fact that she tried to convince Congress to like l like legalize MDMA at the very least because of its like like fucking benefits for PTSD. Yeah. Miraculous benefits for PTSD. Dude, I And the guy that counted her was like, "No, I don't want my I don't want my kids to like have access to meth and like the stupidest like argument. Just try to make it like very um surface level. Yeah, don't man. Don't try to think about the benefits and all the, that. The, no, like they they didn't they couldn't see it. They Dude. couldn't they couldn't see it. And there was this uh I think it was Sweden. Uh-huh. That legalized all drugs. I think it's Portugal. Is it Portugal? Uh, I know Portugal did that. I thought it was a European country. Or Portugal is a European Portugal country. Portugal is a European Fuck. country, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, 
Yeah. Okay. So maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I no, thought it was Sweden. I thought it was something. Some, it could have been. It yeah. could have been. But Le- Le- I know for sure P- Portugal did it. Legalized all drugs. All of it. They well, all. And they, they thought it was everything. Like, it's upheaval. Upheaval. Shit like that. No. Everything's perfect now. Same thing with like the four day work week. Same thing with like. That shit's crazy. Denver did that right. Mm-hmm. Four day work week. Four day. Four day school week. Four day school week. But, okay. But it's like. That's great. That's fire. That's amazing. Yeah, and I've like I've been on that that tip for a minute, like, of like four day work weeks. Yeah. Because it's like, and there's we, this company we don't in need to work so much no more. Not no. like actual like because it's mostly desk jobs and you can finish it's more just bullshit. Bullshit and anything. And I, it's when wasting I was in the military, time. I was bullshitting like <laughs> i'm talking about i was reading articles i was taking extended lunches because it's like i did everything i had everything to do but it's like this extent of what people want now you have to stay there yeah they want you to do more right then you're already then you're slated to do right and the military is fucking a perpetuator of that for sure mm. like i'm like man i'm not doing all this extra bullshit for nothing mm. like you know what i'm saying you're right, not right, giving right. me no stipends you're not you're not right. making my life any better. Right. At all. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just like the white man's way of keeping people busy for no reason. Keeping them like, because once people are just that busy all the time, mm-hmm. then they ain't got nothing else to worry about. They're not thinking about the state of the country. Also as well. Yeah. It's like, that's, that, that is the point. Do you think that's just or- orchestrated or do you think it's like almost like, um, uh, fuck, what is it? Like an emergent property of, 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 of technology and like our relationship to mm, fucking capitalism no the answer the latter the latter it's our relationship to capitalism because people think like oh the american dream like right getting all this money another idea that's like exactly that's the root of it all right is the american dream the american dream is like the american dream is completely possible but it only works with everybody like doing it together you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. the problem is that most people get like convinced by greed and focus on themselves and shit like that yeah and it's like to a degree it's hard not to do that mm. i feel like like mm. even as a person that's like pioneering myself mm. you know what i mean trying to bring certain trying to just anybody with competence anybody with a goal with anything mm. and i might like, try like i'll talk to them mm-hmm. talk to i'll talk to anybody mm. you know what i'm saying like people hit my dms all the time mm-hmm. it's like wanting to show me shit or wanting to do this that and the other thing yeah it's like i'm trying to make uh like tony morrison said she said that like it, once you become free it's your job to free someone else 100 percent. and i was like that's i that, agree 100 percent. like didn't didn't know that quote until after she passed uh-huh but it's facts. Yeah, it's That's facts. exactly what should be happening. That's facts. Like Denzel Curry said the same thing. Don't leave your boys in the hood. Like don't leave the peep your people behind just because you like you got out. It. And that's like what kills me about like hip hop. Mm. It's like, bro, you buying these chains. And I'm glad the tide has changed for right. sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like, so much like that no more, right? Nah, it's like people condemn you online. Like I, I remember like an example is the baby, right? Bought like forty thousand dollars worth of chain like worth of jewelry Jeez. and it was like bro you could have bought an entire apartment complex and paid yourself for the rest of your life instead you bought a chain oh my god <laughs> you bought a you bought a four thousand dollars you could have bought an apartment complex and been sweet dude just, that's amazing you bro, see that shit god damn see the, the uh, personally man that that's so fun. Personally, the way I the way I make make decisions, mm-hmm. I, 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 I decide depending on what gives me the most freedom. 
Yeah. 100%. And chains don't do that at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's, and then I think Metro Boomin was another example I had seen somebody stood up and was just like, oh, I mean, it was on Twitter. Yeah. They were showing off this pyramid chain all blinked out. It looked nice. Right. Like it was dope. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, man, we don't give a fuck about that no more. Build a school. <laughs> do something for the kids, man. Like, <laughs> like for real. And it's like, oh, man. people want to say, that. people want to say the marathon continues. They want to at Nip- Nipsey Hustle on mm. Twitter, Instagram, all that shit, talking mm. about the marathon continues. So it's like, bro, you don't stand for shit mm. that he would say or he would do. Nipsey was wild. Bro, me? Nipsey was a god. I didn't I didn't even know he existed, bro. I'm on the no, real. No, for real. Like I didn't know he existed at all. I knew he existed uh, with Bitches Ain't Shit. <laughs> the YG Tiger song. But um, I didn't know about what he had done mm. or i didn't know about what he was what his mental was mm, yeah um not until after he had passed it Same. was like it was like almost up to the point that he had passed. it was like i think um victory lap had dropped and that's mm. like where it like like clicked in my head oh wow like i seen victory lap and then i just started like seeing like people was talking about uh like he had got grammy nominated for it mm. and it just started popping up and i was like man I know about Nipsey Hussle. Mm. Well, I was like, let me, let me check it out. Dive into it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Dude talking about, he a gangbanger talking about colonialism. I know. Bro, he was talking about, at 24 when he was getting on, like not signed to a labor or anything, he was like talking about how he wanted to buy some property. I know. And I'm like, man, y'all. Just... I was screaming at the phone, at my fucking phone when I was seeing those videos, dog. I was like, who the fuck is this person? Colonialism, bro. Dog, I couldn't believe From he was saying this shit. From the hood in L.A. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't believe that, dog. I was like, what the f- I, 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 I was, I, I was in, I was awestruck, dog. Yeah, bro. He was awestruck. Never left the hood either. Yeah, he stayed, dude. He fucking stayed and he did it. He did all the shit that he was going to do. Never left the hood. Was killed by the hood, too. And that's like, that's what makes me, like, that's what puts me in a, in a, in a particular fear. Can you, can you say that, though? Can you say that the hood killed them? Because it was like an individual that killed them, though. Yeah, but an individual that's a part of the hood. Part of his same gang. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's true. And it's like, damn, bro. It's like, the hood will never love you. But, the like, the hood loved him. The hood loves him. The hood still loves him. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. But the whole hood ain't gonna love you. There's well, a, no. Yeah, you're not gonna get everybody's love. It's just the detriment of the hood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, damn, bro, you, you a fuck. That dude's a fucking coward, and probably gonna die in prison. From what I know, that Nipsey called him one. Called him a snitch. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, bro, don't. What you snitching for? <laughs> what, you, what you snitching for, man? <laughs> damn, man. No, Nipsey was something else, dog. Dude, and I like, I live in his, I live in his mental. Like I live in that in that mm. thought process. It's like colonialism, breaking mm. down barriers for the homies. Mm. Like we not, and it's it's only because like it's only because I've had a, a like strong black woman leader, mm. right? Mm. That has broke down, you know, the barriers for me. Yeah, and even like train me, and that and that's like a crazy thing that I've said in like a couple of interviews that I've done is like that, uh, like black men. There has been a lot of black men. That have just not done the same for me, not even close to mm. the same degree as as black women have. Wow! And it's like my mom's a black woman. You know what I'm saying? From Ethiopia, Eritrea. Mm. She's from Eritrea. But um, mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Like having that leadership Where's with my mom. Eritrea. It's right underneath Ethiopia. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm first generation American. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Me too, dog. Immigrants, bro. Wow. Shout out to the immigrants for real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's like women, black women have done way more for me, and it's like to uh for the for the degree and it's like it's sad to say right mm-hmm. because i'm a young black man yeah you think like oh there'll be some black men that are leading me in a particular direction that are like opening doors breaking barriers for yeah, me. yeah yeah no 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 not at all black women black women and it's like it sucks because they like america tries to lean on okay lean on the the backs of marginalized folks mm-hmm. but black women are the most hated you know what I'm saying? They're a woman and they're black. Right. They're the most hated, and that—that's those women have been the most like the women that have guided me in the toughest of times. Right. Women just in general, really. Mm-hmm. But like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like thinking like if they could do that, if Debbie can be the person she is. Oh, oh, Clarence. Clarence is a dope dude too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mentoring me in, in in like very minor scale, but like yeah. still like a model for me to look at right, um, right. from a local level. Mm-hmm. Um, if women like Debbie, Leslie, Williams, mm-hmm. um, who else? There's just been there's just been a lot. Those those two in particular. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I'm leaving anybody out. If you did, shout out to them. No, no, I think that's it. No, yeah. yeah and then there are other women that have been like, of course, you know, shout out Ava, Jeanette Murray, like, mm. you know what I mean? That put me into like Jenny, Jenny mm. Gabriel, Amanda, Elva, you know what I mean? Like yeah. women that have put me into, into the best spaces possible. Right. And without, without fear that I'm going to take their job or fear right. that they're going to be replaced. They just yeah. they're fuel in the future. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and in that same vein, I'm trying to fuel the present and the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Tell these kids, like, um, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. For real. Really can do whatever they want. And it's just like, really. And it's like, I didn't understand that for the longest time. Mm-hmm. It's like Tyler Crater. Oh, there's like certain black men that are like, like, I have never talked to. But like, you know, national global role models. Tyler Creator. Yeah. Virgil Abloh. Why Tyler? Oh, because Tyler's just free. Yeah. He's a free individual. God he don't damn, do anything. He, really he don't do anything that like he don't want to do. Yeah. He just does it. Yeah. He man. does whatever it is that he wants and he's been doing it for a really long time. That's really like has. ultimate role model, honestly. <laughs> You're right. It's like cause he's just, he's the freest person. He really Him, is. Yay. Obviously, yay. It's confused politically. Uh, it's confused. It's con- <laughs> but, but I mean, that conversation is interesting. We, we should get into that. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I mean, because I do, I do. Aligning yourself with Trump is like not the best idea. No. Not at all. Boom. Like, don't do that shit. But to be able to like have, to be able to speak to Trump on speed dial, like basically just like, oh, with the ASAP Rocky situation. Right. right. Didn't right, make right. it, didn't make it any better. Shout out Sweden. For they staying like, ten toes down, it was like fuck y'all. <laughs> like, and I, was, I thought that was like that was a big slap in the face to to Trump because huh? he couldn't do shit. No, he's no, just he the couldn't. president of the United States, and he's a fucking clown. Right. And Sweden was like, "Yep, you're a clown. Mm. We're gonna extend this." <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> poor ASAP. <laughs> yeah, um, poor ASAP. To a certain extent. <laughs> to a certain extent. Um, shit. What was I gonna say though? Kanye having yeah. Trump on speed dial. 
I think um well some my fr- I had a friend that oh I mean no 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 I have a I have another friend his name is Nate Dial mm-hmm. role model mm. mentor he nice. mentors me and does things he's fucking fire nice dope dude um who were we talking about we were talking about Trump we were talking, we're talking about, about Kanye, Kanye. we were I talking about your role models you went from Tyler because he's free and then you were like yay and then Vir- Virgil Virgil Abloh Okay. Just Joe Fresh Goods. I got to meet Joe Fresh Goods recently okay. when I went to Chicago. I don't know these like last two. Jo- Joe, Fresh, Joe Fresh Goods is um, a dude from Chicago. He runs okay. a streetwear store called Fat Tiger Workshop. Okay. But he also has his own brand as himself. Oh. But cool. like you can look at his Instagram, Joe Fresh Goods. That's the whole thing, right? If you want to look at it, bro, kills it. About to do a collab with Snapple. About to like what? at Complex Con did a collab with Jägermeister, like wow. a dark liquor from that was founded in 1935, like a black man from Chicago. Wow! Store on the south side of town. Every time he drops something, he got a line outside the outside the door. Wow! Has a mural in his own city that was done by Hennessy. Has done like collabs with McDonald's, like Mastercard. Um, what the hell? Yeah, have I not heard of all of all of all of clothes, bro? Because he he don't be he don't be clout chasing. Uh, It's like the main and it's like and he's like he's not a mainstream dude necessarily. Yeah, sorry, he's he's not a mainstream dude. Yeah, he's not a mainstream stream dude necessarily. Yeah, I think he's mainstream in Chicago for sure, Mm -hmm. and people know. But he's like a very he's like a very insider type dude. Yeah, he's just inside the game, and he been there because Chicago is Chicago, you know. And he been doing dope shit for a really long time. Wow, and it's like. Seeing somebody at that level, although he can do, you know what I mean, collab, pop-up. He did a pop-up tour just last year. He just went all over the world. Wow. Yeah, dude. Like, Japan. He went to England, London or something like that. I don't know, dude. It was, like, so many. I have it in my phone, his, like, pop-up schedule uh-huh. that he did last year. Or it wasn't last year. It was, like. Earlier this year? It, no, it was a really long time. Oh, it I was think, a long time ago. I think it was last year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was earlier this year, that would be insane to think about. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he had done that, and I was like, dude, like, I don't remember how I got onto him, uh-huh. but it was just like, bro, you're fucking fire. That's amazing. Like, and just to see that, like, when I, when I seen him, um, I didn't talk to him, uh-huh. but, like... I, I didn't say anything to him, and my friends was like, "Man, what the fuck? Why didn't you say anything?" And it's right. like because I don't have anything to say to him of a caliber of the man that he is, mm. the creative that he is. I was right. just like, "Yeah, I can say that I appreciate you, but he hear that shit all the time." Right. I'm gonna shake his hand. I'm gonna live in this moment, mm-hmm. and next year is the goal where I'm trying to get him to come to Arizona. Mm. He ain't never been to Arizona, and if he has been to Arizona, he ain't done no pop ups in Arizona. Mm. Trying to get him to come down to Tucson and just do, throw some shows, do some, sh- do some dope shit, do some pop ups. He's been to Dallas, he's Hennessy, he did this thing called Fuck Donald, did something at the MCA. Like, bro, look at all this shit. This what? shit is crazy. Verdi, Valet, like, and he's is just him. Yep. Wow. Shout out Joe Fresh Goods one time, man. Fucking Lord. Like, dude, it just like kills it, bro. Look at like, this. look at his website. What, what is this? What is it? Okay, I'm gonna read this. I'm crazy. I'm all over the place. I randomly collab with friends. I release clothes when I feel like it. I have no structure. I hate structure. I have a store. It's called Fat Tiger. I have a few brands. This is my personal site for all things creative. 
I want that to be the, like the entrance to my website, <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Because it's like, you know, it's like so dope, and you. Got I love this, that. Like, look at that just running thing. I love it's that like upcoming. You know, oh, he did the uh, Pharrell something in the Water Festival. Jesus Christ, dude, he's about to do a collab in New York with Snapple. What the fuck with Snapple, bro? That's great. And he said clothes ain't even gonna be the center of it. And he did this. Uh, he hasn't updated his website since uh, he's done. He did a collab with Red Bull. He's like too, he's too fast for updating his website, dog. He's probably already no. Nah, he's killing it, bro. And it's like, <laughs> damn, like this one. He did a jacket. Or just did like a clothing collab and it was all McDonald's. Yeah, and it was all free. Wow. In like multiple different stores across the country. Are you serious? Yeah, just like Damn. Dope. And then like some that's dope looking. Some clothes he has. He has like uh this one shirt that I have that I bought um online. It's like talking about recycling the black dollar. Recycling the black dollar. Yeah, like um it, that's kind of been a more apparent conversation this year mm-hmm. just because of what Gucci, all these high fashion brands were doing with like, like, uh, I think it was like Burberry. Uh-huh. They had this one white woman walking down the aisle and she had a noose around her neck. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not like around her neck, but like as an accessory. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I was like, bro, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Like, but it's like people like fucking Floyd Mayweather, Future, who don't speak for the black fucking population i don't give a fuck what they say i don't give a fuck how good at what they're doing is what they're doing they don't fucking speak for us bro nah. and like they're like oh i already bought this gucci and i'm gonna keep wearing it i already did this that and the other thing and nobody, it's like bro what the fuck like no, nobody speaks for nobody bro it's like yeah exactly and it's just like man that shit is trash like people is fucking trash but like i like i like the little asterisk under the under the intro it's like this website him? Yeah, man. This I love, website is just. Uh, I love this dude, man. And he's like, I shook his hand. And I just felt powerful. <laughs> I just was like, damn, that shit is super refreshing. Like we, we, we've had some conversations on Twitter, not like in DMs or anything, but mm-hmm. like publicly, I'll like answer him. But he's like, yeah, he's like, pretty popular. It's like so, but yeah, just a goal it's to work. Amazing. Work with folks like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Morally, people don't compromise. Like right. Tyler, Tyler ain't the only person. You know, no. Virgil ain't the only person. Ye ain't the only person. Right. There's a lot of people that are A lot like, of people that aren't compromising and making it. And not even making it. They're striving. Yeah. Striving. You know what I mean? He's uh-huh. chilling. Big chilling. I want that. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I and, 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 and I don't want to have to compromise for nothing. Nah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to work with nobody that secretly, like, fueled Donald Trump's campaign. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking work with you. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I used to have, I still have ideas in my phone for for Chick Fil A and how they could boost their shit. But I'm like, well, I'm not about to work for fucking Chick Fil A mm. uh, or work with Chick Fil A. Right. I don't work for anybody anymore. Right. I'm working with people now. That's awesome. Yeah, because the military killed that shit for me, man. <laughs> it's like we about to have equal power in this. So do you, like this is my. You don't have to answer this, but I'm wondering because I'm super curious. Go like, ahead. What do you have like a job, dog? Because I know this is like volunteer. You're working with KXCI or doing what you're doing with yeah. KXCI. Do you have a, like a a normal job, or do you like are you like like a contractor in a sort of sense? No, no, I'm a student. So like, just oh. because I went to the military, oh, you get that loophole, that GI Bill, yeah, oh. yeah, it pays my bills. It's shitty during the summer because uh. like the payments are delayed and shit like that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's super trash. Like, but yo, know, shout out to my mom, been holding me down. That's that's awesome. But um, other than that. Yeah, man, I'm about to like uh, do a paid internship this summer or this this fall. Oh, cool! Uh, the UA Design Lab, 
Shout out Carly Croman. She the homie. Uh, I'm about to do, I want a design thinking challenge in the fall or in the spring of this year mm-hmm. um, for so the Arts Foundation of Tucson and Southern Arizona. Sorry. No, no, no. I was going to, because you said design and it reminded me of the panel you want to do for, for South, South by Southwest. South, yes. Southwest, right? Oh my gosh. I didn't, I didn't even think that was like um, a thing that you could actually do. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause you could uh, apparently like, you can how, create, how'd you find out? You could, um, you could do that. I found out because I was already on the website. It was just kind of looking around. Because it really just takes a, like, it just really takes some digging. Yeah, yeah. Like, on anything yeah. to, to be able to find an opportunity to do something. For sure. Yeah, so I had seen that. Like, I filled out um, a thing for an individual, like, community service award. I'm submitting an essay and I'm doing that panel thing. Because I know if I get to South by Southwest, I'm going to eat. I'm gonna go crazy in there because I like the way I'm able to just like connect with people genuinely. Yeah, and then work, build up a relationship with them, to then achieve this higher thing, mm. right? It's like mm. I'm trying. I'm not trying to like stay in Tucson. Like I- I'm gonna live in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like for a long time, mm-hmm. but I feel like um, I'm trying to like branch out, branch out, jump to different states, jump to different countries, Same. different cities, Same. and just like come back to the come back to the homeland, come back to the crib, you know what I'm saying, and chill uh-huh. in Tucson. And then it's like, it's not a, a crazy thing because it's already happening. Right. Already happening in Tucson. Like people got, there's a, apparently there's a big Tucson-France connection. Yeah. There's a Tucson-France connection? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yeah, you got artists, you got musicians that are just traveling to France and they live in France the majority of the year. And they like work out of France, and then they just come back home to Tucson. What the fuck? Yeah, man. <laughs> How'd you find this out? Uh, through a friend. Okay. Yeah, and it's like that's wild. Yeah, man, and it's like I, I'm not the one to like hide information. Mm. There, excuse me. Good. There are a lot of folks that are, like hide information. Yeah, yeah. Just be for the sake, you know what I mean? Like Leverage. they feel threatened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they want to know more than the average person. I don't huh. want to know more than anybody. Yeah. I want people to be like informed. I want them to grow mm-hmm. and I want them us to work together. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like when my website comes up, which will happen this this fall. Nice. It'll probably happen in August, early September is what okay. I'm aiming for. But I have a I have a, a piece in my services on there for collaborations. Nice. And that's it. It's just like, yo, price depending. Let's work together. Let's see what it looks like. Let's have a conversation mm. and see what we can come to. Obviously, those are going to be like, uh, mm, maybe, I don't know how I really feel if they should be limited or not. Because if they're dope, if they're all dope and they're not kind of like bunched together. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to do so many that it just kind of devalues it. Right, right. Yeah, but I also want to do like a lot. Mm-hmm. I do want to do a lot. There's like, because like the city of Tucson is connected, right? Mm. It's connected. I mean, people are small. I mean the city. The city is small yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah, yeah. But everybody isn't as connected as they say they are. Right, right, right. And they don't talk to everybody. Right. You may know of people, but mm-hmm. you don't talk to everybody. Not at all. So it's like why? And obviously, certain certain people you shouldn't talk to, mm-hmm. right? Because they're fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um. That sounded too intense. <laughs> Some people are just like scammers, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like, 
I'm trying to be that person that just like bridges gaps. Yes. In between, especially between like the grassroots community and these board of directors rooms. Right. Like you look at all of these rooms. Love that. You look at like Visit Tucson is one of them, right? The board of directors, all older white people. Mm. And it's like there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. I mean, there. Let me not. Let me not kid myself. Mm. There is something wrong with that. Right. In 2019. Right. But it's like if you don't have people that pioneer to go to these board meetings, right? Mm-hmm. They have public board meetings. Downtown Tucson Partnerships has public board meetings. Well, so many people where you can find someone mm. as a young marginalized person, and I'm only talking to marginalized people right now, mm. is that you can, or people that understand, like white people that understand their white privilege and want to advocate mm. for marginalized people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And there's only yeah. a, there's only a certain amount of folks that do that. Right. Um, put us into these boardrooms. Don't even and like don't even try to like deny. Uh, you know what I mean? Don't be like, oh, you wouldn't have been able to do this without me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just mm. relinquish your privilege. <laughs> take us into these boardrooms mm-hmm. and do that, mm. and then see what we come up with. Because mm. it's really the marginalized culture of people that have that are really thriving in this city right now uh, right. everything else is not thriving el right. tambo is one of those right mm. they're doing so well hotel, what would hotel congress be on a friday night without el tambo nothing i don't know man nothing i don't even think it would like there's nothing that flourishes at that level right like they had the afro beats night with dj lady stylette mm-hmm. like q dirty verbs kiawi Humble Linus, like mm-hmm. all of them, just and I don't know if I'm leaving, leaving anybody out. I Was think it? that's I think that's everybody besides their management. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like they're, they're killing it. Yeah. Like, Tucson, the city of Tucson doesn't focus on that. You know what I mean? They don't mm. focus on that culture. No, DJ Herm because you know? they don't see it because they're not of that culture because they're mostly white folks. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> like, it's crazy because it's like you surround yourself in a city like Tucson, like the Latinx culture in Tucson is not new. No. It's like it's just depending on who you surround yourself with. Yes. Yeah, like La Palita Cultural Center, mm-hmm. Dunbar. There's so many different historic spaces mm-hmm. that have so much history behind it. El yeah. Carmen Teatro, uh, right near the TCC. Oh, you've never been there? I don't have heard of it. God, we gotta go. Bet. It's so fire because it used to be like a, the Black Elks Lodge. Oh wow. Which is like a black only club. Oh shit. Yeah, they used to box in there. They do shows in there, and then now it's like a historic preservation. A historically preserved space. Wow, um, I gotta take you and Q there. It's just it's a dope space, but it's like I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known about this unless I had went to that speech competition, right? Unless Debbie had given me that, that right. right? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like if I had more folks that was just like willing to even take a chance on me, mm-hmm. and it's like not it's not necessarily that oh, it's so such a risk factor mm-hmm. to take. A chance on someone like myself because i've proven myself time and time again yeah, i speak man. very well mm-hmm. i convey my ideas very well mm-hmm. i know people that can do these things mm-hmm. why not give me this opportunity mm. but it's like it's a tucson is a is a, is a show me type of city oh 100 yeah it's like oh you gotta show me uh-huh before i can let you do anything uh-huh and it's like, okay, that's that's easy. That's but, fair. But what I'm trying to get people to understand is like, I have a track record. Yeah. Right? It's like, okay, I may not be the best student, 
but I still did a design thinking challenge and won it for the biggest, one of the biggest, if not the biggest artist advocacy organizations in Tucson. Mm-hmm. And now I want to be a consultant for them. Wow. Are you a consultant for them? No. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, obviously I'm not talking to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like, the, just, you know, people just in general, man, they're just like, oh, who was this person? You know, right. like, cause they're so fucking old. Like people with that old mentality kill me. It's like I hope to never be fifty and washed up, you know. Even <laughs> even forty and washed, right? You know what I'm saying? Thirty five and washed. It's just that there's like this weird mix. Um, to me, it seems like a weird mix of like laziness and like um, like you're you're what you're proposing is more work for me. Yeah. No. <laughs> now, now more than anything, what I have been doing is just like any idea that I have, mm-hmm. if it pesters me enough in my mind, mm. I'll just plan it out. Yeah. Planned out as if it was a thing that Dude. was actually going to happen. Dude, same. Dude. And I have so many different ideas like that are just like, whoa. Like if this were to happen on this scale, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like it's like simple, sh- like simple shit. Like if you pay artists what they worth, mm-hmm. right? That's a simple thing. People just feel so much more grateful. Mm. Like they feel so much more like they should be cooperative in in something that you're mm. building when you yeah. pay them what they're worth. And I'm like, that's such a simple, that's a such a fundamental thing, right? Pay artists what they're worth. Mm-hmm. How hard is that? How hard is it to pay artists what they're worth? For real. Especially when you love what they do. Stop paying the same fucking dude. His name is like Joe P or something like that. Oh, yeah. Stop paying him to draw whales. on For the murals and stuff. Yeah, man. Like, stop yeah. paying him to draw animals on the fucking walls, bro. Like, who is this dude? Like, mm-hmm. what are you drawing? What, like, what? how is this representative of our culture? Johnny right. B, though. That Selena mural was fire. Fire. Bro, it represents Latinx culture. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. Where are we at with this? Like, where are we at? There ain't no. There ain't so no, true, man. There ain't no murals of black people in Tucson. There ain't no mur- There's that one mural of Selena. Mm-hmm. But, like, where? where's our Ojala Systems mural? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, that's, that's, that's huge. Mm. That would be huge for them. But, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, where, where's these murals that people can look at? So true. And just like convey that love for this culture. Yeah. Yeah. So it's and like. And from what I understand, Joe's like critiqued other murals in like not the best way. Yeah, dude, because he's white. <laughs> Probably not because he's white. I don't know you, Joe. But. I don't know Joe either. I haven't heard good things. Yeah, dude. It's like. It's, it, it, they're like, the murals are like, they're pretty, but they don't mean anything. They don't mean shit. Like the, they don't mean the, shit to this. To the, this Aga- city. the Agave woman's a beautiful one though, but he didn't do that one. He didn't do that one. It was Danny Martin, right? I don't know who did. I that think one. it was Danny Martin. It might have been actually. Yeah, because he used to own a. St- he used to where the where the blocks is right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's where he used to be. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, to Renee, to, to Renee Wolf, she did that mural on Broadway and Fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mural is beautiful. Wow. Yeah. But it's like, where's the representation of this of this city? It's, where, almost, it's like lacking to a certain extent, man. No, it's because it's like where these artist advocacy organizations are like putting their money. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Right. Who's in these boardrooms yet again? And it's right. like, um, <laughs> it's yeah, man, it's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. But but it, at least I yeah. think the thing the thing that's good is that you you realize this, and if you realize this, most people are starting to realize it as well. Mm-mm. You don't think so? No. No? Not at all. I have to tell you know how many people I tell that and they don't do anything about it? Okay. 
okay, there, there's, all right, yeah, there's there's a difference between knowing and actually doing something about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, having knowledge is cool, but then what are you going to do with it? It's just, right. It's, it's the same as white people, right? Mm. This is, or not even just white people. It's <laughs> the same. Most white people, sorry, my white friends. Um, <laughs> it's the same as people in those leadership positions mm-hmm. that have the knowledge, yet they hold it. Information is power. Right. With information comes resources. Right. And we're not talking just money. Like, I can only imagine what Ojala Systems could do if they had an entire studio to themselves. Oh my God! With state of the lo- the state of the art equipment, dog. Bro, they're doing what they're doing now with just what they have, <laughs> all working full time jobs and shit. I know, man. Crushing it. So great. Imagine if they had a studio. Imagine if they had an entire. And we gon' we gonna make that happen, dog. Cause there are people out there that just want shout out Ray twelve oh two. Uh huh. Do that fundraiser. That shit's gonna be yeah, so that, that's fire. Be great. Um, I'm excited for it. We're I'm bringing in some folks to help with that. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So it's just like we, and it's not even just like for me to take credit. It's yeah. more just like to 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 help give, to give to be a part of it. Yeah, to give these folks what they deserve. The, there's this I don't I don't know if this is true, but the, mm-hmm. there there's like this weird thing or like a weird thought that the pyramids weren't built in like this like slave kind of mentality Mm -hmm. it was more like these groups of different people competing to finish the pyramid Mm -hmm. but it was they're all like in a friendly competition Mm. to see who could finish it first that's awful like building all that shit oh 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 but you're talking about in the sense of like building your own empire well yeah i'm talking about in the sense of like well like they it's for them it was an art project Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah it was a group thing and they were just like having fun with it and i think um I think that's the way forward mm-hmm. and to have like these group things to do and move forward with like, like, like raise fundraiser. Yeah. Cause that's the, that thing's huge. I think that thing's like, I think that has so much potential yeah. mostly for what he like wants to do with it. Cause yeah. like he's essentially just providing himself and the community, his own neighborhood access to uh, gr- a great l- little studio. Yeah. That'll like facts and like on like, on like the most lowest of economic ass like like no like all on like like he'll be like charging kids like ten dollars a session like like yeah man and that's like what tucson needs is like a, a cultivation space like, dude for, for young kids like, 100 these kids are just like they're growing up in these high schools these middle schools or whatever mm-hmm. excuse me they're doing what they do but then they go to college here and then they leave here because they're just like man this shit sucks mm. they all haven't done anything they can go to other cities mm-hmm. um and think like, yo, you haven't done anything for me. Like, why would I stay here? Right. And it's like cultivating the kids is just the future, dog. Like, mm-hmm. we need to do that for real. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited. I'm. I feel like. I feel like that's. I feel like that's what. That's what it's shifting towards. And it's gonna. It's gonna be good. It's not be even. Good. No, it's like it's shifting towards that in our minds. Uh huh. In our intentions. Yes. But in these these leadership positions mm. and these people within these boardrooms you can look up any boardroom yes and it's just like where that's not chasing yeah no, like no. even like things like the greater tucson leadership council who are these leaders who are these people nah, dude. there are only certain folks that i can point out and how be many, like how many rooms of white people do you know about because you sound like you're like you know a lot of study these things <laughs> it seems like it man because i don't know at all real. no i just went on this kind of tangent like uh-huh. where i was just like looking up boardrooms interesting yeah looking up board where'd of you find directors it? Rooms. Where, where'd you can go to people's website okay click the about go to board of directors and that's it you can wow. see everybody right and then if you don't have a linkedin get a linkedin 
utilize the LinkedIn, right? Because then that's where you can find these people's names, their credentials, their right. pictures, who they are, what they do, what they have done. And it's like, information is power, man. That's so true. Yeah. And there's, I mean, I got a couple of, like a couple of young homies that are like, they take in this message and they understand what exactly it is about the, about the, the state of, the country that mm. then that they're then like oh okay let's change this mm. you know what i'm saying and even like even people that are not younger than me like andres portilla right younger than me mm -hmm. but he's running for congress now he about to run for congress next year 2020 wow congressional district two he's wow. 25 about to run for congress very very capable yeah very qualified yeah works for the southwest fair housing council mm understands the impact the world has on marginalized people mm -hmm. climate change economy housing is working to fight against mass incarceration mm -hmm. i advocate for him especially you know what i mean mm -hmm. to be able to be 25 and take that bold step of running for congress as your first office and it's not i mean he's he's worked in the political awesome. realm already he got a yeah. poli sci degree and worked in a political office. I don't remember which one it was, but mm -hmm. yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I'm about to put so much energy into that. Mm -hmm. Cause that's the homie. Mm -hmm. and, and not even the fact that that's the homie. Mm -hmm. It's that like, yo run for office. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just want to encourage that idea. Yeah. Because it's changing. Mm -hmm. The political tide is changing. And I'm, I'm like super afraid if Donald Trump becomes president. Um, I'm, I'm, I, in all honesty, when it comes to that, I, I'm afraid. It's 50-50. Nah, it's a lose-lose, dog. Yeah. It's a lose-lose. I don't think it's a lose-lose. I think it's a 100% lose-lose. I, I, I believe that the people that like him now have turned him into their king. And once, if he gets out, to them, conspiracy. If he stays in, oh, great, we're still in the... But if he gets out, they're just angry and convinced that something happened to him. What the fuck are they going to do? They're not going to care. Like, like, okay, people are... You know what I mean? We can all we can always think about the worst, but I'm I'm hoping that somebody that comes in is convinces like, them. Yeah, it's like oh, we about to flip this shit back around. We fucked up. We all fucked up. Yeah, it's not even just no 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 the just like the conservative. Yeah, yeah no no we all fucked up. White farmer. That's you know all, that's all the way apartheid was like amended with with Mandela because they're like no we all fucked up. Let's let's fix this together and Let, like let's fix this together. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we may have different political views. Yeah. We may be in, and I don't even like the two-party system. Yeah, it's a stupid system. Um, it's so dumb. It's like, how do we then do, you know what I mean? Like, how do we fix this country, like, with him in power again? Right. Him in office again. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be. The uh, largest voice in the country. That'd be so, that'd be something. It'd be something for sure. I I told myself that if that happened, I would move. Who who you on for? I'm not really like aiming for anybody. I was like, no. I was like, oh, that'd be cool if a black woman was in in office. But Kamala Harris, she kind of aligns herself weirdly with um, oh. conservative views about like like prisons. I don't mm. think she likes like prisons necessarily, mm. but mm -hmm. she used to be a cop, right? And also, it's like when you go through a career in like the political realm for mm -hmm. so long, yeah. it's like you can't do anything right that really aligns with who you are as a person mm. it has to be for the greater good of the country yeah or a greater good of the of the state yeah. the city because used to be 
I think in like a um, a district attorney yeah. in California. So it's like wow, yeah, and it's like um, there was this one story that I had read that Joe Biden had called her out on. It was in like in Oakland or something like that. Mm-hmm. With this dude, he was a medical examiner, and he had been tampering with evidence and then getting a bunch of people locked up, like. A bunch of people locked up. And oh, damn, yeah. I, I really. San Francisco, right? Yeah, yeah it's like, like the, the police came to the the journalist's house and everything. Yeah, like they knew they knew exactly who a thousand. Hold on, they knew exactly who this person was. Mm. Like Camilla Harris and her team knew about these people. Right. I don't know how do you spell her name. A. I have no idea. A H A R R I S. Is the first interview where they just like done like online research? Well, it's the first interview that we had a computer right next to the <laughs> next to the guest. I think it's, I think it's very fitting. <laughs> yeah, it works out. Criminal I mean, justice record. Yeah, and it's just like a thousand prisoners freed. That's what it's called. Wow. Look up a thousand prisoners freed. Wow. Um, and it's talking about her criminal justice record. Wow. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. Like, I would love for whatever to, mm-hmm. I would love for Camilla, like a black woman for that representation to yeah, be yeah. in office. Yeah, yeah, But it's like, if you ain't aligned with marginalized people. That's not, that's not good. Why would I, you know what I'm saying? I like, I like, personally, I like Andrew Yang. I do like Andrew Yang. I do like Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang seems. He seems dope. He seems super I think dope. Any, I dude. think if anything, like. Whoever, I'm tired of these really great candidates running alongside one another. Like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders together. Yeah, right. If you could get like a council of people to like. Andrew Yang and someone else together. Uh, Andrew Yang, Bernie Sanders. Woo! I'm, I'm thinking Andrew Yang and Bernie Sanders together. Dog. Oh my God. Because Andrew Yang is like, is, 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 so Bernie, because he actually is a politician. So yeah. like he knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah. But, but Andrew, just because he's, he's, he knows the numbers. He knows, he knows what the fuck's going on. Like he mm-hmm. actually understands. Uh, I think Elon Musk like recently tweeted, like, I support Yang. Like straight up, yeah. Because it's just like his his views are just so progressive. They're so progressive, and it's like he understands, man. He knows. He 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 realizes it, and like he, they're so in line with like the tech giants, like even Elon Musk, fucking uh, what whatever what, is Zuckerberg. Like they're all like universal basic income is probably one of the like it's probably where we should be headed. Yeah, and it's not even like it's not even a future thing. Martin Luther King wanted to do it. Congress almost fucking passed it, but the Democrats got greedy. They're like, no, we should we should increase the the universal basic income, and that fucking made it go to the side, and it didn't happen. And then Nixon walked in, so and wrote, yeah. So like like it it was on the way already, but then it just got shelved. So it's not a new idea. It's not even a new idea, dog. And apparently, like they already tested it. They tested it back in the day when they were first like I like thinking about it. They tested it. They like they they followed around people after them and giving them a certain amount of money for yeah. a while. And it was like this is great. This is this seems like it's all positive effects. We should probably do this. Yeah. So like Andrew Yang is not even coming with a like a brand new ass idea. He's just like, hey, no, nah, this is just we should do this soon, nur. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and see, and then test, later and test this out and see how this works out. Yeah. And I was like, that's dope as fuck. Like that would be so sick, especially for like low income impoverished people. Like the fact that an extra little bit of cash a month, dog. A thousand. That's not even an extra. That's like, I mean, not even a little bit. That's a thousand dollars a month in Tucson can get you a place, dude. A hundred percent. Yeah, and it's like a hundred percent. We shouldn't have as many homeless people as we do. No, 
It's like that shit makes me sick. Like yeah. to be thriving as a young man and then to see somebody that's homeless, like so barely making it. You know what I mean? Like it's so crazy. Barely holding on, not even barely making it on from a financial standpoint, but yeah. barely making it in terms of life. Right. In terms of living and breathing. Right. And I'm like, man, that shit hurts mm-hmm. like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't even know, man. I don't even know. I like Andrew though. But you're right that the, the the whole competition thing about it, the fact that they can't just unite and r- run together. Yeah. In the weirdest of that, why why is it only got to be one person to be president? Yeah. Why can't we have like a council like, of president? Exactly. You know. Um. Or even like um. Uh, like even from a local scale, like Rahina and Randy. Right. Rahina and Randy, like, uh, my friend Sean Louis, he he presented that idea to me, and I was like, damn, that would be dope. Mm. Like two women. Both know what they're doing, mm-hmm. but it's just like they're both democratic, right? In mm-hmm. their views, and it's not even just about being a democrat, a democratic candidate. It's more just about like your views, right, 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 right. And it's like, yeah, Randy's a developer, mm-hmm. I, and that, that's like kind of something that turns me off from her, just generally. Turns me off extremely. Yeah, but it's I like, like that. <laughs> I, I don't think people like understand like her. And no, 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 no. That I think that's that's a fair assumption of her. Mm-hmm. But then, like, Rahina has that social aspect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I've heard people that have said, like, Rahina doesn't know what she's doing about business. Mm. And that's like, damn, like, I don't I don't want that to be true. Mm. You know what I mean? As much as I want the social to happen, I do want Tucson to grow yeah. in regards to, like, its economic diversity. Mm. You know what I mean? Local businesses are shutting down left and right. Mm-hmm. People are talking about it. They're yelling it from the skies. Shit. Shit's going crazy, man. But it's like people, like, what are you... You're gonna put a developer into office, and 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 further that gentrification, right? In the downtown area, and and that was crazy because the Arizona Daily Star, they said that shit. They said that like she was like the least. They endorsed her and said she was the least qualified person. Regina, no, oh Randy, Randy. wow, like not. And they endorsed her. Endorsed her, bro. After and that, saying that she wasn't. In the article, says she was the least qualified person. What the fuck? Like, said she wasn't the most community focused. She's only focused on downtown. She's a developer, and it's like, okay, fuck so that. you want to put her in? Fuck like, all that. And obviously, she don't make all the judgments. Regina, yeah, fuck that, dude. It's like, and I, I just want, I want I them like to that. run together, and they're friends. Like people say, they're friends. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so but I mean, like, run together. That just sounds like political talk, though. Like, imagine oh, they're them? friendly. But imagine. Oh, that'd be cool. I mean, if they that, ran together. That'd be so great if they did. But I mean, that'd be beautiful. Nobody knows what the, how the fuck to like operate or even I don't react even think to that's, that. I don't even think that's true. I think people like it would be something that's new. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but it's not something that's like probably hasn't been thought of. Right, 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 right. right. Like no, it's very true. No ideas are like the newest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. I'm hoping for some good shit though. Yeah, I do hope Regina wins. That'd be that'd be fun. I just want the best candidate to win. Yeah, because like I like some of Randy's ideas, like mm. creating a like a train from. And we talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoenix, was that was that Randy? Yeah, Phoenix, Tucson, the New Mexico. Randy wants to do that. Oh shit! Because to, uh, Phoenix has an urban sprawl problem. It's like it's basically a lot of little cities in just one big area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, and they don't have like Tucson's the same way. Mm. Like, can you imagine if the east side, if you from the east side, you could come to downtown in less than ten minutes, dude? Because the east side to me is like non-existent, dog. I don't yeah. go to the east side. Me neither. They're a whole separate fucking side of town. Like, like they're a whole different city. Yeah, I just don't. I don't have no reason to go over there. No so reason. why would I? Yeah, exactly. But if there's a transit system throughout, and it's not something that's hard. I don't no. think it's like, and they're. 
and they said um i was talking to a friend and they uh, she said that um that when they built the main lawn downtown mm. that it had passed its costs within the month oh shit mm-hmm. it, it had passed its it's like people's negative perceptions within the month it was like or like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it just was so positive for the city for the downtown city oh wow that is just like the, the little rail mm-hmm. oh wow like so extend that to the whole city to the whole city i wonder i wonder how that would look you should watch the documentary whoever's listening watch the documentary urbanized 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 and it talks about all these different things like bogota colombia yeah. right the uh, mayor at that time, I don't know when the documentary was made, mm-hmm. but YouTube or Netflix. Uh, I think you can. I don't think it's like YouTube or Netflix. I found it in because of school. Okay. Like, and that's another thing, right? Why is school hiding all this information? I don't think they're hiding it. I think there's just like they just have it. Well, I mean, it's just, I think it's like it's like a capitalistic thing. Oh, this documentary is made in 2011. Okay. Or put out in 2011. Um, I think that. It's like the university, right? Mm. The University of Arizona is, has its tentacles in everything in mm. Tucson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, the only way you can go there and learn about these things to be a student is to be a student, mm-hmm. and then to pay to pay a f- and pay to get in. Dude, we're not even talking about tuition. Right. Let's not even talk about tuition. Uh-huh. Let's talk about parking <laughs> on campus. <laughs> My first semester of college, I'm like, I'll be in uh, somewhere in two for two hours pay eight dollars and i was like oh my gosh Mm. like what the fuck why is parking not free for the tuition that i pay that's why i have to pay for a separate parking pass oh yeah like bro what what the fuck kind of shit is that like on top of meals on top of like how there's not a grocery store within walking distance. There's UA Mart, but it's just ex- as expensive as fast food. Yeah. And it's like, man, I'm tired of this complicit ass shit. And y'all talking about people talking about they want to be progressive. They want to do this, that, and the other. They want to align with all of these folks. And uh-huh. it's like, bro, y'all are just complicit. Uh-huh. And all my teacher course evaluations are getting those that same energy. You may be a dope teacher. This course may have been dope, but you're complicit. Huh. And so, therefore, you're getting a strongly disagree disagree on everything. And I don't care if I did well in this class. You're getting that because you're complicit. Because mm-hmm. as a professor, as a professor, you're choosing not to change a system that's fucking, that sucks. Uh. I shouldn't have to write a 10-page paper. I shouldn't have to. And it's not even just about that. It's just about my mental health as a student, as a person. Right. It's like you you don't care about the the state of the country because you don't care about the people that are like you don't care about the future. Right. Yeah. And people like I, I had a, this roommate um, who just moved out recently. Mm-hmm. He was just like, yeah, I want college to stay expensive because like then it's like a degree is going to be like less worth it if uh, it's going to be less important if you if so many people have it. What? Yeah. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. You're so stupid. And I was like, you <laughs> like. So dude, like, ju- dude, just because you got like a almost a four whatever. Oh my god! You do well in school, but he he, I don't, I don't see him going anywhere. Oh and that's god. like that's not even like to 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 doubt him or anything. If he is successful, he's successful, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's like you don't want other people to be successful. That's fucked up. You want to get a master's, and you don't want other folks like you and your Cuban to get. You know who he knows who he is. Wow. 
It's like, bro, you're a clown. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy to think like that. Yeah. Why would you think like that? Bro, because he's like, it's like people that, that's another thing, white passing, a Latinx folks. Mm. Right? White passing or lighter skin yeah. black folks. It's like they think like, oh, just because they like are a lighter tone, they may have more white friends. It's like, bro, you, where's your, where's your care for your culture, for your Yo, people? I have like maybe like one white friend. I have, multi, I have a lot of white friends. I don't have that many white friends, dog. Yeah. I've, I've, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I have as many. Uh, no, I have like, shit, if I think about it. I have like two, two white friends maybe? No, I have a couple of white friends. Um, and they're mo- they're mostly older. That's cool. Yeah. And that, like, oh, yeah. See, I have, I guess I have three. Yeah. So there's like older white friends are just like the best because it's like, that's cool. <laughs> like, no, I mean, it's like, it's like white folks that understand their privilege. Right. And they, they want to have these conversations with somebody that lives in the life of a marginalized person. Right. And then we talk about other things, of course. We're regular people. Right. Uh, they're regular people. You know what I'm saying? But it's like. I I can't talk to I can't have white friends that just don't understand the social construct of race that mm. don't understand their own privilege mm. that don't do any that think the n word pass is a thing because it's not <laughs> I don't care what black friend I don't care what black artist has done told you that Mm-mm. there's no n word pass I don't care who the fuck you surround yourself mm. with I had I had somebody tell me that recently that. Latinx people are allowed to say nigga. And I was just like, bro, you're I don't know about that. Well, he just he just said because it's like it's full. He made a he made a good point in regards to like us all being in one fight. Because yeah. margin like marginalized people are all in one fight. Like yes. Latinx people and black folks are indigenous people. Yes. It's one fight. Yes. You know what I mean? We shouldn't all be like obviously separate issues. Yeah. Right? But there are just as much mon- just as many people that are getting deported by ICE and Border Patrol today that are Latinx, they're also indigenous black folks. Right. And descendants of black people, mm. which is like, you need to understand that. But at the same time, sorry, I probably, I probably no, just, spiked your, just spiked your nose. <laughs> sorry, my bad. You're good. But um, <laughs> as, as marginalized people, we need to understand the differences in our culture. Right. And understand that we need to not allow certain things like that to happen because mm. it's a difference mm-hmm. right there was only one type of slave well i mean we can get it, dive into that i can go i can go a whole different thing yeah 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 but um yeah so and i was just like it's just people's lack of education mm-hmm. pretty you know much man pretty people's fear people's fear of educating others because they feel like they're inadequate to do so People's fear of what? People's actually? fear of educating others because they feel like they're too inadequate uh, to do so. Okay. Yeah, and that's a that's a fair, that's huge. That, yeah, that's yeah. huge. That's it's that's fair. That's huge. It's like you don't feel like you're as informed, so therefore you can't inform someone else mm-hmm. of an opposing view. Yeah, yeah. But then you see a lack of where you are, and you educate yourself, and then you educate others. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Uh, but. To get back on that, urbanized, right? <laughs> Bogota, Colombia, the mayor of Bogota mm-hmm. was saying that transportation is democracy, mm. right? They have bike paths that go from the poor areas of the of the country to the rich areas of the country or mm. the city, Yeah, right? They have a main line that runs. They have more buses 
mm-hmm. than they do anything else. And wow. it runs and it has more space than the cars. Wow. Because they have a huge traffic problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and it's not even like just so like, oh, getting people from one place to the next. Right. It's about climate change and right. how that's ruining the country. Right. Right. Why isn't Elon Musk working with the city of LA to create? And he probably is in terms of like building his underground tunnels and shit like that. But mm-hmm. why isn't there a transit system that goes all around the city of LA? Why does it have to be an underground tunnel? Mm-hmm. And at first I thought about the underground tunnels. I was like, damn, that's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. But just don't try to create your own thing when there's something else that's desired. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, the New York City has a subway station. Right. It's like you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to drive anywhere in New York City. Mm-mm. You can. Pu- it's public transportation all day. Uh-huh. But other places don't have it for some reason. Phoenix no. doesn't want to have it. It's like, and then the, the white dude that they had in Urbanized in the documentary in 2011, mm-hmm. he was just like, "Oh well, I like to have my my big yard and my nice pool." And it's like, bro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Why are you speaking for anybody in the in America? Like, shut uh, up, shut up, shut up. You know what I'm saying? Oh man. And he was like, oh, well, when people get more money and like, it's like, bro, you shouldn't have to work for transportation. Yeah. You shouldn't have to work to be able to go somewhere. That's so true, huh? Yeah. You should be able just to go. Right. Like, okay, yeah, there may be a fee associated with it, but the, the ability isn't there. Yeah. Especially in Phoenix. Tucson's mm. becoming the same way. Sa- right. Sawita. Sawita. Sawarita. Sawarita. Yes. Or a valley. Yeah. What what other places? It's like these on? areas just aren't disconnected. Sierra Vista. Yeah. Like we can't travel to any of these places. I mean, we can. It takes a while. It takes a while. And we have a car. Mm-hmm. For those that don't have cars, they can't do it. It's almost fucked. Yeah. God damn it, KP. God damn it. God damn it. We've gone two hours on this. It's fire. Loads of fun, man. Thank you. Before we before we end it though. Yeah, what's up? Um I need I know I need you to do two things. Um yeah, what's, up? what's your first memory, bro? Shit. <laughs> first memory of just like life? A life, man, when the brain started recording for you. Fuck, that's a dope question. That's usually what I open up with, but we're already like going in and I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I'll leave it for the end. What's my first memory? Damn. That's a great question. I I I've tried to ask all my guests. Th- thank you. I appreciate the fuck. The As a journalist myself, it's like, damn. <laughs> it's my first memory. I think at like my grandma's house. Okay, it's probably like one of my first memories. We're doing what? Just being at my grandma's house. Just hanging out there. Yeah, because I used to get dropped up at like every summer. Okay. At my grandma's house. Okay. For like at least two weeks. Wow. And my grandma was like Ethiopian, right? She, or Eritrean. Yes. She was born, raised there. Came here when she had kids. Oh. Like came to America when she had kids. So then, so did your your grandma and your mom come together mm-hmm. when they came? Yeah, my mom your, was eight years old when she left Eritrea. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Raised in raised in Texas, and then I was born in '93. Shout out '93. Shout out. Um, nice. Yeah, so just being at my my grandmother's house, it's a very traditional like house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like eating all types of Eritrean, yeah, like, huh. like southeastern African foods. Ooh. Good, super fire. Yes, yes. <laughs> Ethiopian food is fire. Spicy or no? Yeah, it can be. Fuck like yeah. you can get it non-spicy for things. Shout right. out Cafe Desta one time though. 
Shout out Them to Cafe the Desta. Yeah. I, lo- I love Cafe Desta. So I don't much. think I've gone. You should go. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take you and Q there. Bet. Q, Down for it. Yeah, Q is eating Ethiopian food, but he didn't know I was Ethiopian because I don't like necessarily look it. Like yeah, when an Ethiopian yeah. person looks at me, they're like, oh, yeah, definitely. I see it. But, um, yeah, we was talking about just getting a meal, just eating Ethiopian okay. food. Because it's like a meal, like it's like with um, it's like similar to Ethiopian or Indian food. Right. So you grab it with a bread. Right. And you eat it like chicken, all these different things. Right, 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 right. It's great. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so eating that, hearing my grandmother, she speaks five languages. Wow. So like hearing her speak all these multiple multitude of languages. I yeah. was a grandma's boy. I'm still a grandma's boy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Love my How many grandma. languages does she speak? Five. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. God like, damn. I, I, think, I think like three native languages or two native languages. <sighs> French, Spanish. I aspire to do that shit. Yeah, and English. Mm-hmm. God damn. It's fucking fire. I aspire to do that shit. I can't. I, 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 well, it's not even that I can't. Um, I have tried not to. I, I've i tried to learn languages. Uh-huh. It's just not my forte. You can't? And I, I don't even want to say I can't. I'm trying to move the, like, the word can't from my vocabulary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just haven't been able to. Interesting. More than anything, okay. like, uh, okay. I don't. I haven't put the focus. I think if I dropped it's a lot everything, of focus. yeah, it's yeah. a lot of focus. I think if I dropped everything, it was just like, yeah, I'm gonna learn Spanish. Part of me, like, part of me is like debating on learning Japanese, and like, you should. And I think if I were just to take one class in fucking Pima, mm-hmm. and then use all the other things that I have resources, because I have like this YouTube channel that just is free source of like here Japanese lessons all Japanese from English like here we go we're mm-hmm. teaching you yeah um and then Duolingo is like a fucking fire blessing tried I tried Duolingo I tried to, I, I tried to learn Italian Spanish French mm. yeah nice and it's just like I like my focus isn't isn't there isn't there and yeah. people say like oh KP if you focus on really anything you could do it 100% and I believe that yeah I, like but it's just not where you're paying attention to I get that not now the all. second thing that I wanted, um, any last words, Dottie? Any, anything else? Um, anything you want to just leave the audience with? Yeah, man. If you're like a marginalized person, you, we all in this together. Mm. If you ever want to talk to me, you know where to find me. Mm. Instagram, K H A I L I L L. Twitter, same thing. Email, K P Madman, LLC at Gmail dot com. Nice. You can. Hit me up. I don't want to give people my cell phone number. Don't be giving someone like way too good, much. You're good, no, but it, it's like I, I just think it's like we need to, as as a creative person, as a creative entrepreneur myself. Yeah. That if you are a creative and you feel like you are not receiving your just fair, work hard. Not 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 even work harder for it. Like find other people that can help you get to that point. We mm. all need help. We all need help yes. to get to this particular point. Yes. To do this, so don't just idly sit by and try not to do it i'm not saying that i'm gonna do everything for you Mm -hmm. but i'll definitely give you the resources in a particular direction to help you do it 100 percent. and also align yourselves with folks that that care about this country don't like if you got friends especially for marginalized folks you got friends that are aligning themselves with white supremacy ideals Fucking stop that shit. Mm. Don't be complicit because people that are complicit are just are at just as much as a as a, as a fault, mm. if not more. Mm. Honestly, um, because you're just letting it idle. You're letting it slide by. Yeah, yeah. So do that. Just be decent to other people. Nice. And nice. 
Stop putting out trash shit. <laughs> People putting out <laughs> trash shit, man. Like, I agree. I agree 100% s- with that put- message right there. Yeah, stop putting out trash art and thinking that, oh, just because you are who you are, just because you are a person that is doing this particular thing, mm. that people going to fuck with you. Mm. That's not true. Mm-mm. It's not true. Create better Mm-mm. experiences, create better events, create better music, create better art. Mm. That's just like a par to 2019 standards. Mm-hmm. Like, stop people just be putting out whatever the fuck they want and mm. like trying to come up you know what i mean be a student of the game mm. of whatever game it is you choose to be a part of mm. be a student of it heavily i know a ton of rappers that just ain't a student of the game mm-hmm. you like rhyme patterns right studying og mm-hmm. you know find a mentor and it don't have to be a black man a white man a latinx man it can be a woman mm-hmm and that that's if you if you haven't seen that in myself then i'm going to keep talking about it mm. and make sure that you understand that women in particular mm. are out here crushing it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and For also sure. true and don't just like and then that's just like a you know consent is a whole nother thing <laughs> consent and treating women with respect it's like for real man y'all are tripping just treat people nice dog treat people understand. treat humans nice <laughs> for real yeah find you a mentor all these different things i have a lot of different messages i know you yeah, do yeah but yeah hey <laughs> keep it pushing because i am for sure that's it fantastic <laughs> thank you kp thanks dog now wasn't that a tour of the way that kp sees the world Really, it's 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 quite magnificent. Really, the dude is going and going and going. If you could tell, I didn't. I didn't really say that much. I, I he took the driver's seats, dog. I didn't. I like. I, I I was there for the ride. It was great. I enjoyed it. It was all over the place. I had I had some two cents to share, but he had a full daughter, and it was great. <laughs> I love KP. Um, I can't wait to do some more stuff with him. He's got. I mean, we do have something in the works, but that's for later. That's for later. It's it's literally in the works. It's quite frankly, I have to resuscitate it. So don't even worry about it. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please go follow KP everywhere. I believe, I believe his socials. If 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 he's if he's a smart man. Oh no, it's actually his name. Damn, dude. So it's I believe Khalil. Maybe I probably butchered your name, dog. K H A I L I L L. Khalil, I think. God, I, I'm so sorry, KP. I apologize, man, if I'm saying your name wrong. That's his Instagram. Um, go follow him. Follow him. Follow him. Follow him. Thanks again for listening, guys. Um, also, again, for the writers out there, for the people who want to share anything that they've written or typed onto your screens and you want to share with a really cool group of people, me included. I'm not that cool, but everybody else around me is. So, like, it, you know, you, you don't get to see my uncoolness. <laughs> uh, uh, go to the reading this Saturday at La Palita Center. Um, yeah, sign up starts at 5. Reading starts at 5.30. Headliner is Turei. Fowler Chapman, he gonna rock the mic. It's gonna be great. Um, yeah. And with that, I'm gonna play you out with 
Can't Fake It by Spiritual. Thanks again for listening, guys. I'll see you in a week. I'm broken, I can't fake it I'm broken, I can't fake it We are broken, we can't fake it We were stolen, we can't fake it My life didn't wanna take it I see the hand coming soon, I can't fake it My life didn't wanna take it I see the hand coming soon, I can't fake it Dog, don't let GMOs fuck with your pedigree Eat this fungus and watch the truth unfold like an FPG Mexican soda straight out the glass bottle You spit that sugar cane, my mayos inside noses of models Two birds got stoned from a man on the ground I pulled your car to you fraudulent, homie, your foul ain't found 1202 bullets ready to light up your car We'll be chilling out of the boat, ashes stokes by the bar You ain't enlightened, you ain't balanced You need more time in a crane My entertainment's louder than cash Getting hit by a chain Oh, how we fix the systems I can't bring no kids into the sinister world That I barely wanna live in huh? Hear your gimmicks, see your limits I'm not interested Highest church bells And I'm hotter than some stripper lips We the aliens, babies That weren't supposed to make it How it literally came in this world naked I'm broken, I can't fake it I'm broken, I can't fake it We are broken, we can't You can fake a lot of things You can fake your love, fake your drugs, fake your dreams You can lie about the money and bodies up in your trunk One thing you can never fake is the funk Fuck them, they can never tell me who I am Fuck them, fuck them even if they put me in the cam Fuck them, fuck them even if they catch me on the cam With the M16, fold a hundred grand, uh You can fake a barrel at your fucking cheeks So I left the ring for every time you speak I'm always on my fucking toes, but I don't feel my feet No, we ain't on the fucking dog, but we in these streets A skeleton instrumental's definition, dead beat Take my piece of shit life away, but you can't take me You can spend all your time doing right and keeping the peace Or you can bang on the devil's door until he gives you a key I'm broken, I can't fake it I'm broken, I can't fake it